Hola, mi gente, and welcome to Stays Crunchy and Milk. If you have questions or comments, queries, statements, or otherwise, we have multiple ways to be reached. Twitter is, of course, the best way for those that need instant gratification, and the show's Twitter feed is at Skimpod. That is S-K-I-M-P-O-D. That's where I like to fight. For the more patient amongst you, the email address for the show is podcast at statescountrymilk.com. That's crunchy being spelled with a K. We're available via Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, Spotify, and a partridge in a pear tree. And of course, the website, statescrunchingmilk.com. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share the show. And a band plays on here at Skim. And to that end, we provide to you a pod podcast, a musical discussion podcast built on a hip-hop foundation. And you know what? It's dope. Our personal Twitters are Tatum216, Lunchbox2099, your host, the Internet's Tayrell713, and me? Well, damn it, I'm the real ODP. Look sharp, homie. Give yourself a facelift. Highbrow eyebrows on a spaceship. Take sips of that ace of spades is saving all my money just to waste it on a bracelet. Can't see them haters, we don't give a fuck though. Charge it to the game, keep a lame so cutthroat. Never slip a fast one, the game is so in front of me. Travel around the globe, spin and make about 100 G's. Pack them crowds up, boss like Bowser. Deep pocket poetry, my custom trousers. Thank God they found us. The gang was starving. I'm clean and concrete. You ass and charming, Bobby Digido. Do you really think these niggas know shit? Shopping in Manhattan and I ran into my old chick. Pride is a bitch. I am not a grown up. Tweeting when I'm 70, these half dead followers. She looked like she Spellman. Secretly, she Hostra. Put her in the club, all she want to hear is Waka. Put her in the crib, all she want to hear is Waka. She jerk when I move like her old boy popped up. Home is that outcast. So like I'm Fonte. Old school J like Beyonce's fiance. Back on my dumb shit. Nigga, we the stupidest. Gave them niggas real shit. Don't know what to do with it. I did what I did, man. Do you really see it, though? Be no hard and fast. Nigga sweet and low. American royalty. Family loyalty. We cream of the crop. Why the fuck would we stop? She had two sons. Both of them good grades. Both of them rap songs. Where does she go wrong? Nowhere, mama. We just go where the money at. Black Kennedy. Where the fuck you niggas at? Hello. And welcome to it. It's Stay Scratching Milk, episode 399. And I don't have a pithy uh, retort to say tonight. Because I, <laughs> I didn't plan for it. And therefore, I can't, uh, I can't put nothing down. <clears throat> but I am joined by my best friends, Tatum two one six, At the Prince, Slushbox two zero nine nine. I showed up, and I'm reading about Kurt Cobain right now. Why? Kurt Cobain's? Kurt Cobain. And the homie, the real ODP, is back with us this week. I miss you guys. It's all to the good. All to the good. Uh. This week, I actually, am, I actually am going to read news, unlike last week, where I was just like, fuck that. It's not like the news got better. I just, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think I'm in a... so bad last week, you just said, fuck that? Good point, The combination of having lost, the epi- <laughs> lost an episode, <laughs> having lost an episode, and just like being like, fuck it, let me just, let's just chop it. And so we just chopped it for uh, most of that episode. Only thing we did for, uh, format is uh, Emma Asshole. It was nice, but well, uh, I missed it. Were you? Were they assholes? We actually had a, a relatively uh, strong, but not you know angry because that's not how we get down. Disagreement about an asshole situation on that episode. Oh, so, uh, to yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't know if I really disagree. 
I, I, I know I'm just a perpetual half glass full type guy about shit. And I need to stop that. I need to be more negative. I mean, you called that bitch an asshole. Did that not count as negative? I call it, I call it everybody an asshole, if I'm not mistaken. Fair, fair, fair. All right, well. You'll never again, take over for Judge Judy with that attitude. I do not like Judge Judy at all. Bit, I'm bit, so bit, tired. Bit. Man, fuck her. I hope she... Uh, everything the Chance the Rapper said about... Uh, uh, I hope you uh, 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 work at a uh, Tuesday mornings when it's busy at Tuesday mornings every Tuesday morning. <laughs> Forget her. What's that from? Uh, what song is that? It's from uh, uh it's off of Acid Rap. No, nah, that's oh. um, um, not, not Big Body. Uh, it's um, is that on Bronson? I thought that was on Bronson. I thought that was on Acid Rap because Bronson's on Acid Rap. No, it's that's all action Bronson. Uh why you wanna do it? Oh me like yes, that? yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh he what? don't say Tuesday morning, he said I hope you work at a Fridays when it's busy on the Fridays and they never left you off on Fridays. But <laughs> I put that I, I think it was be on my Twitter. Like I mm-hmm. hope you work at a Tuesday mornings when it's busy on Tuesday mornings <laughs> and you never get off Tuesday mornings. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. All right, well, let's hit the uh, the old uh, news uh, trail running. Uh, I, I this go round is I, I pulled the news this week. Ant was not a, uh, I think he's still been reading his book. He, he did not <laughs> slip me. I sent you, I sent you stuff last week, and I was like, well, he didn't use that that before, so I didn't I didn't send you more. It's okay. But yeah, this I'm still one, reading that book though. This one, uh, uh, as it turned out, ended up, ended up being Ohio news, even though I didn't realize it was Ohio news until I realized it was Ohio news. So this Ain't one that always the case? Is that always the case? There we go. Organizer cuts off veterans' mic when he discusses role black people played in the origins of Memorial Day. This is from Aris Foley over at The Hill. The audio was cut on a veteran's microphone at a Memorial Day event in Hudson, Ohio. Mm. Shortly after... Shortly after he began discussing the role of black, black people played in the holidays or, or holidays origins in an incident, the local media report was no accident. According to the Akron Beacon Journal, the incident occurred during an event marking the holiday at the local cemetery on Monday, just minutes after a retired Army Lieutenant Colonel Bar- Barnard Kimter started to deliver remarks. During his speech, Kimter, whom the journal reported was the keynote speaker of the event, Discussed the history of the holiday, including the discovery of a newspaper clippings of newspaper clippings and handwritten notes that showed a group of freed black people were among the first to commemorate the holiday following the surrender of the Confederacy. In recent years, the origins of how and where Decoration Day began has sparked lively debate amongst historians. However, Yale historian David Blight, asserting the holiday is rooted in a moving ceremony, said it was conducted by freed slaves on May 1st. 1865, at the tattered remains of a Confederate prisoner of war camp, he stated. It was a Charleston, Washington race course and jockey club. It was a Charleston, Washington race course and jockey club today known as Hampton Park. The ceremony is believed to have included a parade of as many as 10,000 people, including 3,000 African-American schoolchildren singing the Union marching song, John Brown's Body, Mm. he said. They were carrying armfuls of flowers and went to decorate at the graves. But about a minute after Kempter, after Kempter's microphone was cut roughly halfway through his address, 
The veteran could be seen trying to alert someone off camera about his microphone after realizing something was wrong. Continue to address the audience. According to the journal, an organizer for the event confirmed to the outlet that either she or another organizer had the audio cut. The organizer, Cindy Suchan, told the newspaper that the portion of Kempter's speech in which the audio was cut was not relevant to our program for the day and that the theme of the day was honoring Hudson veterans. Suchan, whom the paper reported also headed the local Memorial Day Parade Committee and the Hudson American Legion Auxiliary, told the journal that she or, or another organizer, Jim Garrison, and had Kempter's audio turned down, but it wouldn't confirm who. During that portion of the speech, Kempter spoke about how two weeks prior to the ceremony in Charleston, the former slaves and workmen exhumed a mass grave of 240 Union soldiers and officers and took those remains and buried them in individual graves with honors. Each soldier was given a proper burial, he said, while adding the African-Americans also constructed a fence to protect the cemetery site and erected a sign over the entrance. Suchan told the, told the papers that she asked Kempter to take out certain parts of the speech ahead of the event. She told the journal that parts of this portion of Kempter's speech in which his microphone were turned down were included in what she previously asked Kempter to take out. Kempter told the paper that an organizer had emailed him days before the event asking that portions of his, of his address that pertain to black people's role in the origins of the holiday be taken out. Kempter told the paper during that time that his microphone was cut, he thought the incident was an accident, but he said he was later told by the audio engineer of the event, A.J. Stokes, that it was not a malfunction. Stokes also told the paper that he refused to turn Kempter's audio down when asked and that Garrison did so and that Garrison was the one who cut the audio. The paper said guard Garrison wouldn't say when he asked if he did. That was very improper. I would never do something. I would have never done something like that, Stokes said, adding he was very upset over the incident. So they touched the fucking sound man's board. Man. You never touch a black man's radio. Bruh. <laughs> How interesting that uh, this, this you know, uh, white man, I'm not going to lie, he's a white man, but, but he, you know, clearly a student of history. Wanted to discuss the origins of Memorial Day at a Memorial Day event, and uh, they was like, uh-uh, you can't be talking about them niggers. Here in Ohio, a free state where many a slave escaped to during uh, during uh, those days, and we are really the uh, northernmost southern state, as Anthony always says. Yeah. And and behavior like that just proves the point. Uh, I was just talking today, like, uh, you know, we were talking about moving, but just into another house. But I have been pushing that we should move to Arizona. By the time I get there. <sighs> yes. And she was like, uh, you know, some of the obvious things that are wrong with Arizona. I'm like, Man, we live in northern <laughs> live in northern Arizona right now. But hey, <laughs> you know. You ain't wrong. <laughs> so I can't even I can't even disagree. Just pack the whole operation up, we all just go out west. I mean, I just kind of feel like, uh, you know, if not, if not now, when? Yeah, I hear you. Oh, Lord, I hear you. <laughs> Next up, this is from the good people over the Daily Beast. You'll see why we're reading this story as we get in deeper into it. Uh, Hello, I'm a beast. Uh, this is uh, from Scott Bixby, getting over the Daily Beast. Christian billionaires are funding a push to kill the Equality Act. On Tuesday, after decades of allying himself with lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender communities, 
President Joe Biden claimed his first Pride Month as president, marking a time of hope, progress, and promise for the LGBTQ plus Americans across the country. In the words of the White House, but on Capitol Hill, the president's biggest commitment to LGBTQ Americans continues to languish. A likely causal casualty of the Senate filibuster, renewed conservative hostility to transgender people, and a slow motion under the radar dark money campaign to kill a bill nearly half a century in the making. The Equality Act, which would make it illegal to discriminate against lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender people in most settings, is supported by more than two-thirds of Americans. It passed the House of Representatives in February with a bipartisan majority. And Biden has promised to sign the final bill. But instead of becoming law, more than four day decades after it was first introduced, it's falling victim of what LGBTQ movement leaders call one of the most sophisticated dark money operations they have ever seen. The source of much of that money, according to a review on tax filing by allied nonprofit and some accidental public disclosures provided to the Daily Beast, is the National Christian Charitable Foundation, NCF, the nation's sixth largest charity and one of the biggest bankrollers of the organization currently on the front lines in the fight against the Equality Act. The NCF list of high-dollar donors includes some of the country's richest and most powerful families, among them Betsy DeVos, Betsy DeVos Eponymous Family Foundation, as well as the private foundations of the Anschutz Oil Dynasty, the late Republican mega-donor Foster Fries, Hobby Lobby, and Dan Cathy, the billionaire owner of Chick-fil-A. The six days a week fast food chain, which promised to stop donating to anti-LGBT causes last year, Still doing it. didn't do it. The NCF functions as a donor-advised fund, which theoretically means that, they, that a donor allocates funds and then recommends where those funds are allocated. For tax reasons, those recommendations are not supported to be de determinative, but often are. The whole point of the donor-advised fund structure is that the donor can't make the decision, that they can only suggest, one person who analyzed the tax disclosure said, but they certainly sell it to donors as, we do what you want with the money. But more revealing is an extensive network of supporting organizations, which are opaque foundations that list NCF staffers as chairpersons, but are often fronts for outside donors that want a more hands-on approach to where the funding goes. That's the super dark money element, the analyst said, versus the kind of standard run-of-the-mill dark money. According to NCF's Form 990 in 2018, it granted $6,585,923 to the Alliance Defending Freedom, a Christian legal interest group, one of its largest grants of a single political organization that year. With the cash in hand, ADF has, has crafted a vast network of more than 3,300 affiliates, allied attorneys. A Media Matters for America report on ADF included a list of about 300 of those, noting that the cadre includes multiple states, attorneys, generals, and state lawmakers. This goes on and on and on, but the main point of this is Chick-fil-A is evil. It was evil. It remains evil. And especially right here during this Pride Month, I I, I, I don't bullshit you, man. You, I can't fuck with them. And uh, I cannot under or overstate that shit enough, man. It's such, it's, it's, it's like, just make the chicken at home. Go get it from go get go get yourself from KFC. They make a damn fine bird. Just just leave that shit be, because they evil and they keep lying and saying no, nah, we don't fuck with that, and then they fuck with it. And so if anything, they're just a bunch of liars. So I'll I'll I'll, I'll leave it just at that. Isn't at that, that yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Good point, Gabe. <laughs> <laughs>
Chick Fil A. Made me afraid to talk. No, it's all good. It's all good. I'm the, the, I, I can I can hear you, Gabe, but that was a oh, good okay. point. Exactly, exactly. Uh, this last story, like I said, I kept them tight this week. Uh, uh, popped up as a. I don't know what I was doing. I was like, I think I was just getting the scores from yesterday. And I was like, oh, look at this. And then, oddly enough, Vanessa sent me a similar story. Well, the, the story about this uh, later in the day. I was like, hey, I just I just emailed this to myself. Uh, this is from the good people over ESPN. This is from, actually from the AP. Is uh, So this is just a, a standard AP report. But ESPN is who posted Cleveland Indians narrowing vetting final list of new team names. All right. Cleveland, like expecting expecting parents, the Cleveland Indians are now trying to settle on a name. Hmm. It's it's proving to be a tedious testing process. The team said Thursday it now has a final list from an initial pool of nearly 1,200 entries. It is vetting the possible team names for legal purposes after months of research and discussion with fans. In December, the Indians said they were changing the name of the uh, changing their name for the first time since 1915. The decision came during a national movement to remove and replace prejudicial names and symbols and after a strong push from Native American groups who deemed the existing name racist. What was their name before 1915? The Spiders. Oh, okay. Uh, The team began meeting with groups of fans in February. Based on those discussions and feedback from the meetings with community leaders, local influencers and staff members, the team concluded the new name needed to connect with the city preserve the team's history, and unite the community. The initial list consists of 1,198 names. It's not not known how many names are being given final consideration for what will be the city's, uh, forgive me, what will be the club's new identity. Owner Paul Dolan told the AP in December the new name will will not have any Native American themes or connotations. We've engaged our fans and communities on many aspects of our names, of our team name process, said Curtis Danberg, the team's vice president of communications and community impact. We felt it was important to share our research journey and what we've learned so far. The forthcoming name change has sparked a lively debate amongst Cleveland fans. Some want the club to remain the, the Indians. Among the most popular names pushed by fans on social media are Spiders, Guardians, and Avengers. Have not heard the Avengers one. That's new to me. I don't know. Dating to 1865, Cleveland's baseball team has previously been called the Spiders, Blues, and Forest Cities. Once the Indians have selected their final name choice, they'll draft options for logos, world marks, and other brand elements. The club will also work with Major League Baseball to ensure legal viabilities. The name change will complete a rebranding by the Indians who removed their contentious Chief Wahoo logo from from their game jerseys and caps several years ago. The team, however, continues to sell merchandise featuring the grinning cartoonish max- mascot. I didn't know they were still selling them. I did not either. And uh, I don't know. Uh, cartoonish mascot, racist caricature. You choose. You choose. Your choice. You know what I'm saying? You have that. You know what I'm saying? I'm a Block C man myself. Have been for some years now. And uh, that's what I rock with. So I got a Block C hat. Yeah. Well, my wife says it's still racist because it says Indians on the back. What am I to do with that information? <laughs> Speaking of uh, racist caricatures, I saw a TikTok yesterday of um, Mickey Mouse doing blackface. Yeah. Is it I, new like, or old? Uh, it was old, like way old. Like there's this guy who has like a, a Mickey puppet and he does like like a voice impersonation of it, like the weird shit on TikTok. And, like, he pulled up an old Mickey Mouse clip 
of like Mickey getting dressed up with like nappy hair and all kinds of shit. And then he takes a cigar and lights it so that it like blows up in his face and then covers his face in like soot or whatever. Yeah, but that was Mickey, the standard move on all cartoons. Buzz Bunny did that, Elmer Fudd did that, everybody yeah. did that shit. Yeah, yeah. Mickey, Mickey Mouse is like, if you look at his history, has always been blackface because um, it was invented from an oil spot. Like, Mickey, uh, that's the way uh, legend has it um, that um, Walt Disney was uh, like drawn on the back of his garage or some shit like that, and he created the face from an oil spot. So it's always been like that. And like, especially in the earlier, earlier days, it was like, um, yeah, it, it was like a, a coonish face, always. Hmm. Did you guys see this thing about um, these shoes that Vanessa Bryant had been working on with Nike? Oh, that, yeah. That didn't get finished, but somehow someone has a pair of them. They got leaked out. Yeah, yeah it was it was supposedly an accident. And it wasn't. It wasn't here. It was overseas, and like the guy had bought like six pairs of them or something like that. And it was supposed to be the um, the Pronto um, Kobe sixes or something like that. And instead of getting those, um, he got those shoes. And that's not uncommon. Um, not too long ago, I mean, I noticed uh, it was like. Um, a while ago, it was these Jordans called the Jordan One Band, and originally, like Jordan uh, got fined for wearing these shoes, and when they came back out, like um, they only released an outlet, and then they sold out fast, and then like Nike really didn't put them out to be bought online, and like somebody had ordered them, and um, they got those instead. So, like, it happens from time to time. Like, um, they'll put the wrong serial number on something, and um, well, you'll get it. In this case, she's saying that they were never approved to even be manufactured. Yes, she did say that. But, like, when when shoes are, like, are mocked up, they have, they're, they're mocked up. Like, um, it wasn't like, um, like, they weren't ever supposed to be, see the light of day, but it was true, it was a, it was an accident. Like, yeah, I'm looking at the pictures of them, and like, it's a hell of a design. Yeah, yeah, the bitch is crisp. The mamacitas is great. Like, it's honestly a shame that they won't be make mass produced. Oh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I really wish they could uh they could come to terms, but you know, somebody somebody got a rep for the fam, so I guess it is it's gonna be on her. So, but uh, you know, we roll first up as always is my man Tatum. Man, man, what's been going on in your world? Well, um. Not a whole lot as far as like like worldly stuff. Like um like I've been working a lot. Um but I did have to uh take some time out to do something that was pretty important this uh what wasn't this week cuz uh, this week is over. Um but la- last week um you know my youngest son is about to turn 4. And um so that means he he's going to be start going to school pretty soon, and I had to take him to um to go take a test to get into preschool, and um, like b- right before um, I kind of told a lie to uh to get him in to take the test. <laughs> um, so like I send an email to Anthony's old teacher like, hey, um, you know, Emery's uh turning four pretty soon. Uh, are you guys going to have any spots left? 
for um for preschool she was like um the first thing she said was we don't have any spots left but i do remember um do we have a conversation about him being a um a peer leader in the class i'm like oh yeah yeah we had that conversation before and then she's like okay well um bring him in and um and we'll we'll, we'll just go from there so um i bring him in and um he went off and i feel i start filling out the like this paperwork because what they do is she talks to him and like gets him to answer these questions in one room and I'm in another room answering the same questions and then like they take a, a score to see like how our answers matched up and like um they got a a grading scale is black, gray and white. And then um with the with the numbers. So they um, did that. I come back. She's like, okay, we're ready to talk. And um, he graded off the charts, like whiten everything. Like um, pretty much like he did better than my older son in, um, in this entrance test. Um, like because Emery loves to just sit down and cut paper. He doesn't want to do nothing with it. <laughs> he just like... Um, likes to just sit down and cut paper. And that is, that was one of the tests. It's like, um, dexterity with your hands. And it was like, um, like he could, you know, cut a straight line. He could cut zigzags and, uh, I guess cut a circle. I don't know, but he, he passed that test. And, um, a lot of the stuff, like they couldn't really get a, I mean, even though he scored well on it, he couldn't get a good score on, well, does he play with children? that are his age like no <laughs> like he plays with his brother but like we've been in a a pandemic for a while so <laughs> he's not really playing with too many other kids but he did well and um he's going to be going to preschool um i was impressed and it was uh it was a good day good good I, I, congratulations I, I, I did. little man Oh, thank yeah, you. for real, for real. I, I like that they make y'all play the newlywed game to see if he was good enough to go to school <laughs> <laughs> This is like the newlywed game. I just hope you don't get Lori Lachland. Well, well, I don't, I don't think I'm gonna get Lori Lachland. <laughs> like, I, um, see, see, the thing is, we might not have had the conversation, conversation, but every day when I used to drop off my older son at school, I used to have Emery with me because I used to have to take him to daycare, and Emery would be like taking off his coat and walk right into the class every day. And I have to be, it'll be a, a big thing about like, no, um, you got to put your coat back on. You you don't go to school here. But he, but he would be like, nah, fuck that. I'm going to play with the kids for a little bit. And then he <laughs> would do that. And then I just have to put his coat on. And luckily in the summertime when he wasn't wearing a coat, it was a, it was an easier thing because he would be, if he didn't run into the classroom, he would run to the gym and go play basketball like almost every day. And it was a big ordeal. So, um, so now I'm not going, I'm not going to go to jail because like, I didn't, I didn't cheat on the test. I told the truth on the test. They're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the captain of the rowing team. Yeah. He, um, he did all the stuff himself. Like, um, like it was this little, um, test like, uh, which, which circle is the biggest, which one is the small? It was like questions like that. Like he did well on. All that stuff. So like, oh, I see your cafeteria is lacking some Uncrustables. 
Oh shit! So that's 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 dope, man. Again, this is a a real delight to to watch the watch watch our kids grow up, man. It's like yeah, um, especially as as mine starts coming toward the end of his uh his you know uh primary education uh, uh, career, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, that's wild. It's out here, man. So, my fr- oh, this is out of nowhere. I just, I, I found this story hilarious to me. My friend Zelma hit me up the other day to tell me that she is having twins. Uh-huh. Zelma's son is, was born two weeks after Xander. They are the same age. <laughs> and she about to have twins. And twins? Was that the lady who lived in the school that they turned into an apartment building? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I find it hilarious that, that she, but she said she says that she been she's been wanting another kid and they, and had been trying, and I'm just like, bro, you will have, you will have one child going into college. Uh, what? Uh, uh, and, and I guess and they're due in November. So I said you will have basically a child about to go to college and said, let me start from scratch. It's like no, sir. <laughs> But she dope. I know she got it. She 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 she's a, a a a wise woman, and I know she will will crush it. But still, yeah, it's just like, come on. Yeah, I don't know if I can uh, at this point. Like, I'm sure I could handle having another kid, but I don't know about that again. Yeah, that shit is not easy. But I mean, I mean, and and and, and we really don't got to do much, and it's still not easy. Yeah. <laughs> But but uh, one of the one of the other good things about uh, like um, Anthony was super excited. Like I'm like, guess who's gonna be uh, going to school with you? And you know, riding in the car to the school every day. He's like, yeah, Marie. He was pretty excited about it. Nice. And but um, finally, Anthony have somebody to help him. Um, Anthony had a bully named Ronald in school, and I gotta tell you, Ronald was the cutest little bully I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> like um so um you know back- Did they call him Big Ron? <laughs> no, no, not at all. So Ronald is like a, a small child with glasses. <laughs> That's why you gotta call him Big Ron. And I remember uh so Anthony was like, Yeah. I was like, where's Ronald at? He's like, he over there. <laughs> I'm like, him? I'm like, you bigger than you bigger than him. And then, um, and also, like my mom was like, um, Anthony told me about Ronald. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, like said he didn't want to tell me about um, Ronald because I guess I, since I was dropping him off and stuff, but he told my mom, and my mom was like, hit him back. And then um, my mother was like, I gotta tell you something. Anthony, <laughs> Anthony told me he hit Ronald back. <laughs> <laughs> so then when I was in school like I dropped him off I seen Ronald I was like you better keep your hands to yourself Ronald and he was like what <laughs> <laughs> he was like okay I was like alright don't be hitting Anthony Ronald <laughs> I catch you slipping little bitch don't play me yeah. <laughs> oh, my child. I ain't afraid to push down the kid <laughs> And <laughs> like, I man, I, I don't. Uh, yeah, he was even like bring like because you know he's been at home for a while, and like it was funny like they were doing like a like library time, and Ronald was on the Zoom, like he was in the background. He's like, "Take on my bully." I was like, "Okay, man." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, there it is. There is my time. 
where you go, we keep it motherfucking moving. Uh, you know what we do. Daniel, what's going on in your neck of the woods, bro? You, I mean, you got house shit. You got just regular old standard shit. What's going on, man? Um, so my ceiling still leaks. Uh, the roofer had to. So the other day, the garage roof guy texted me. And he he sent me like a link to a website that had all these different colors of uh, shingles for the roof, and he told me to pick what I wanted. So I did. Then a couple hours later, he texts me and goes, "Oh, they don't have that one. Can you do you want to pick another one?" So I did. And then the next day, he texts me and goes, "I can't find that one anywhere either." Is this one okay? And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ already! Just just fucking. Pick whatever one you can find at this point. I'm like, I don't care anymore. Like, I'm I'm tired of everything breaking and and dying and everything. Like, I'm just kind of like done with everything right now. Like, everything I try and fix breaks further, and you know, I'm just losing shit left and right. Like, but uh, I've been playing Call of Duty, so I'm trying you know balance, I guess. You know. Um, other than that, I've just been working. Like I haven't. I uh, I played Call of Duty last Friday after work. Saturday, I was just at home. Sunday, I, I finally did leave the house and went and watched pay per view at a buddy's house with a bunch of people. Then Monday, I was just at home playing Call of Duty. And every day this week, I've worked and then I've gotten off work and I've went and played Call of Duty for about five six hours. And then I stay up until about two o'clock in the morning and. Uh, then I sleep until about eight, and I get up and I do it all again the next day, and that's what my life has been. I know that's very um, un uh, what's what's the way to say it uneventful for most people, and kind of to the point and frustrating sounding. But that's just kind of how I felt lately. It's just like I'm just kind of like I put all that money into getting the new gutters up, thinking that would help, like with the the drip edge shit, and like with the 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 ceiling leak in the living room, and it didn't. So like, I'm just kind of like at this point, I don't know what to do with that, and I'm like about to spend three thousand dollars on this garage roof. So like, I'm like you know just ready for that to be fucking over with, so I can get that done and. I made a little list of things today that I want to get done around here, but, like, my motivation is kind of, like, at rock bottom right now. I'm, I'm hoping that, like, as things get progressive, like, progress, as things progress, and maybe I do a thing here or there that, like, my mood will kind of change. I'm trying my best to kind of, like, just focus on some of the, the good stuff and not worry so much about all the bad shit, but, like, it's hard sometimes. So, what do you think... What project do you want to tackle you think that'll make you feel is a good project? Well, for tomorrow, um, although I don't I don't know if I'll do it tomorrow because of my other plans that we talked about before the show, but I do kind of like need to clean the kitchen a little bit. Like I need to sweep and mop and I need to wipe down the, the stove top because it's kind of greasy and um, I have to remove the... So when Smokey passed away, they say like don't just up and change everything right away because it helps the other animals with the transition and whatnot if you like so Callie doesn't go on the cat tree only Smokey did so I offered the cat the cat tree to my buddy the other day so I don't I, I don't know if he said he would take it or not but he did take the water fountain like the water fountain I bought Smokey 
I gave it I gave it to him and he, he took it the other day. And then I had two floor mats in the kitchen, like with food and water for the cats. And, you know, when he passed, I didn't need the second bowl of food and water. So, but I left the mat there. So now it's kind of time for me to clean that mat up and dispose of that. And, you know, like, it's, it's like, I still, I still miss him. And, uh, sometimes like out of the corner of my eye, I, I thought like, like I saw some movement, but clearly I didn't. And I did learn the other day that his little plaster paw print that I got is kind of, it's got some toughness to it because I accidentally knocked that thing over and it fell to the floor when I was uh, plugging in the Ethernet cable on the back of the router. So um, it was like when it hit the floor, like my heart sank, but thankfully like it stayed in one piece, nothing broke on it. Yeah. But um, so yeah, you know, it's been a couple months of... uh, Trying to just continue on with my life and, um, you know, keep everything together I think, while working and playing Call of Duty. Yeah. I think you should um, get you a sexy-ass bathroom going. I know we we, um, we sent a lot of um, updated pictures, and I remember not too long ago, you was like, that looks just like my bathroom, the before picture. The, the problem is right now, I don't have sexy-ass bathroom remodeling money. <laughs> I, I, so. I, I wish uh, kitchen, crash, kitchen and bath crashers were still on because I would just hang out at a um, at a, uh, a DIY store like every day until they, they, they picked me. Or, <laughs> or until they picked you. Yeah. Well, like, actually, one of the things I put on the list was uh, I have to... So, like, the bathroom ceiling, I don't have an auxiliary fan in there because it has a window, and, like, city ordinance here is it has to be one or the other. So, because they have the window, they never put an auxiliary fan in the ceiling, and um, which makes sense, too, because it would just go straight up to the attic anyway. Like, I don't know if they would build, like, a vent out or whatever, but um, because of that, you know, five years of just hot, steamy water going up to the ceiling is, like, you know, caused... Uh, the paint to kind of peel on the ceiling in there and um there's like little mold spots and stuff that have grown on Mm -hmm. the the peeling chips so that needs scraped and repainted but um yeah like i go in there and i look at the bathroom and it's like that like fucking bright 50s yellow and i'm just but it's just like i'm just like why fix it you know like this it's a smallish bathroom and like i kind of want like yeah, eventually, like, I, I'll probably, you know, as I pay this house off, rent this out and, like, either get, like, a mobile home or uh, something different where I have a bigger kitchen and a bigger bathroom. I'd actually be willing to sacrifice, like, a bedroom for a bigger bathroom and kitchen space. <laughs> There's, like, a part of me that, will, like, thinks I would be, do fine in kind of, like, a studio situation. I like, like, the, the big open floor plan with the quadrants. But then, like, yeah. the kitchen would be ginormous, and I could probably have, like, a big bathroom. But that is that works under the assumption also that, like, you know, I'm by myself. Things, I guess I should say, things continue as they are. Yeah, I, um, I know everybody loves the open floor plan, but I like open floor plan for, like, the living room and the dining room. I like being away from people. Like, I like having, um... <laughs> 
like a bad uh, like my kitchen to myself. Like when I'm cooking, I don't really want anybody else in the kitchen. I like to be alone. Like usually, um, like my kids are coming in and out, and I'm like, man, I just want some peace. I like this. Like I like to focus and you know and not make mistakes, and like it's relaxing to be to do it by myself. I do not like an open floor pan kitchen. I don't like that the kitchen being a party. I, I guess I like it the old slavey way and um, by myself <laughs> in the back. Actually, I uh, was uh, I was cooking yesterday and uh, Lee came down and just just guess just as they will say, I, I'm just here to pester you. And I like it because, like I said, someday I already know they're gonna be like, I ain't trying to talk to your motherfucking ass. Get away from me. So I'm like, take advantage. I, pester me all you need. I was making okay. So. Point being, I was making I was making yet again another macaroni and cheese because uh, Xander's band buddies was like we're gonna have one last what they what they refer to as a big boy bash. Oh, and this is all this is all the tuba players getting together to hang out and and, and kick it uh, for, for essentially the last time because uh three of them were I think three of them were seniors and uh and one of them is uh had literally leaving like I think uh, this week to, to head out west and stuff so. It's this this is literally their last go round and they and they uh and they had asked at the uh at the band uh end of the year picnic if I can make macaroni and cheese and I was like, Yeah, I, I can I can make that happen. And Xander reminded me of it. And so I'm down there cooking that yesterday. Uh and uh like I said, Lee came down and was like, uh we up to it. I'm like, I'm about to make this macaroni and cheese. I'm saying you wanna help and and, and they, they was they was helping me whisk up my roux and it was uh it was necessary. Sometimes it do take two hands. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, all right, you keep whisking that, and I'm going to slowly start adding this milk. All right, then we flipped it, and I'm like, I'm going to keep whisking this, and you slowly start adding the eggs. And I said, you know what I'm saying? And so I like, I like, uh, and then in fact, they, they helped me uh, with, with some cookies uh, last week that I made too. And I, just, I, li- I like that part. I like, uh, I like that, that them learning because they're, they're like, because they ask, hey, do you, all, do you all ever make this macaroni and cheese the same? And I go, not really. <laughs> every time, every one of these is going to be unique in some way, shape, or form. I'm going to use more butter in one way, or I'm going to use some cream or whatever. I'm, I'm going to use different cheeses or whatever. It's always going to be its own unique thing. But I go, the general process is I'll make a roux, I'll make a bechamel, and then, then I, you know, cheese the shit out of that up, and then, you know, you mix your noodles into that. And I use a different, I use a cavatappi. That noodle uh, Solo used on that video she posted uh, last week, week before. I was like, that is a perfect noodle for macaroni and cheese. Yeah, I, I think I'll, I think I'll never use elbows again. It's, it is a good noodle. Um, I, when you gave me the morning macaroni and cheese, um, <laughs> as we refer to it going forward. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, the one day I actually put bacon in it. Yeah, and that was really good. The one thing I found it was it like it needed salt to kind of like bring it to the next level. Yeah, uh-huh. but um. Yeah, it was it was really good. I ate that shit for like an entire week. Like it was that was many <laughs> meals was just a bowl of macaroni and cheese. Oh yeah, that was that was easily a week's worth of macaroni and cheese for, yeah, us, for I a think solo it, venture. I think it lasted me eight days. Yeah. <laughs> and I even shared it the one night, like um my buddy came over and he cut my grass and like I was making uh steaks. Like I had so I had thought out two steaks. With the intention of cooking them, eating one my for the, the dinner the one night, and then eating one the next day. But he just randomly showed up that day and was like, hey, I'm going to cut your grass. So I was like, all right, well, I guess I got to feed him now. So I cooked both steaks, and uh, I cooked up some Brussels sprouts with it. And then I took some of the macaroni and cheese, and I gave it to him. And, uh, you know, he, he, he enjoyed it. 
Do you still get the box of steaks? Yeah, it actually, I just got one yesterday. Yeah, if, if anyone wants the, the hookup on butcher, book, butcher Box code, you get $30 off, and I get 30 You know, holla at your boy. So, oh. Indeed, I yeah, might. Yeah, we, I, always got, I, I always end up sending my mama some, some meat, so whatever. Yeah, I was about to say, we <laughs> can talk after the podcast, unless you want to throw yeah. your code out there and give and get multiple $30 off, probably by the, <laughs> our other two listeners. Uh, I'd have to look it up. Um I don't know if it's like something simple or if it's like some sort of wonky, like multi-digit thing. I like yeah. I like multi-digits. Bang! <laughs> bang bang, bang into your heart. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, there you go. Uh, 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 blessings upon my man Box's house. Uh, if you are of, of that ilk and of the praying type, you know what I'm saying that uh, this leaky roof situation can be addressed. And uh, you got a crawl space or you got an actual attic? I have an unfinished attic. It's, it's, it's kind of like a crawl space. I, I, really, I can't go up there. That's the problem okay. with the whole leaking roof thing is like I'm at the mercy of everybody else because I can't go in the attic to look at it myself. Okay. Also, I'm afraid of heights, so I can't go on the roof. I, I would definitely never I – would, I would definitely send you into the attic before I sent you to the roof because – yeah, the, the, if, it's in the house. If I had like a finished attic that I could go up into and shit, I would have like gone up there during a rainstorm and Just watched to see it. what the fuck happened. Yeah, right. but I can't do that because it's unfinished and like I'm I don't I'm too big and not agile enough to go up there and walk on rafter boards and shit. So here's what we got to do: what we got to get one of these little tiny fucks we know because we know enough of them to go in the attic while you stand outside with the hose. And hit the house in that general area, and we can see we can source where the water is at. Mm-hmm. It's, that's a three it's man. That's a three man operation, though. You need oh uh, sure. You need uh, you need somebody <laughs> in the attic. You need somebody doing the water, and then you need somebody in the house. Yeah. So we're not really good. Well, yeah, you still need somebody in the house. Uh, but I remember, like, we got our um, our roof redone, and um, like in between the house. And we have a um a, a, a an attached garage, like somehow like they you know they reshingled everything, and the the flashing they didn't put it back properly. Like everything else is covered, and when it rained, it fucked up the garage. And then it like and you would it was such like a, a minute area that it that was wrong. And the uh, and the dude like they had to bring in this big ass thing to take all the moisture out of the uh, air in the garage and in the house and and um, man. So like it was pouring rain last Friday while I was working, and like the rainwater really came in through the attic that day. Like mm-hmm. I have the Tupperware container on the floor, so like I never actually moved it because like I didn't know if the problem was fixed and whatnot, and I wasn't going to chance putting the couch back. So I left it there, and I was sitting here working, and the water started dripping through. It was drizzling on and off all day today, and, like, I didn't notice anything come through today. So yeah. it's like, it's got to be, like, a hard rain for it to make its way through, or at least to be noticeable. So, like, it would have to be, like, a water hose up there just getting sprayed and, like, figuring out where, like, it's coming through. Because, like, a, a tiny trickle ain't going to do it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So Do you think my boys would be of use? Maybe I can put them in the attic. <laughs> no, no, you probably do you, you, probably do you think dog. I could trust them to not go through the ceiling? Uh, I don't know. 
I might try to see what would happen if they jump on that uh, part. <laughs> Good point, they broke Gary. a lamp today. One of the boys broke a lamp today just fucking with it. Like, snapped it at the bottom. It's one of those oh, they, I mean, they was uh, twisting that lamps. shit. Yeah, he's just messing with it. And he, and he broke it, and he says, uh, it's not broken. It's, like, it's clearly broken. It's like, yeah, I was messing with it, but I didn't break it. Was his, well, uh, was, was his response. If, if you need some repla- replacement lamps, I have a bunch of extras in the basement that I don't need. This is the bottom of a glass that just completely separated from the glass today. Just ice and cold water. It wasn't a hot glass or nothing like that there. It utterly just separated from it. It is clearly the heaviest and hardest point on that cup. I think I'm just keeping it as a paperweight. It looks nice. It's not sharp. Although I might yeah. have a kid run over with a Dremel <clears throat> <laughs> just to make lay sure. Lay down, lay down. But uh, that was very upsetting. That was upsetting. <laughs> I'm always cautious when I wash glasses in the sink because it's like the tiniest little fucking thing will just shatter them right in your hand. Wow! And I say that 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 that, that's my those are my good glasses. Like I bought those are my expensive glasses, and I'm super salty. Then like I have like actually I don't think I have any of the Walmart glasses I bought left. They all have just gone with it. These are my fucking Bed Bath Beyond glasses. And the fact that two of them have now broken is very upsetting. How long have you had them? <laughs> uh, shit, since uh, Building Boxes Bar. So, January last year. Oh. It might be too thick. They had. They, <laughs> no yeah. they were for little There's Debbie no the such Big thing as, as too thick. <laughs> <laughs> Just thick enough, baby. Just thick enough. My kids are rough with, uh, with our, our dishes and silverware. I don't know if this is an interesting conversation, but, you know, whatever. Um, and I. They just slam them down in the sink like like fucking Shaq uh, uh, dunking on fools. Because <laughs> I want to play big like that. Do you guys like have like the the Corningware type dishes and stuff too? Because like, I mean, I don't have that stuff now. But like growing up, like every house I was at, like grandparents, parents, like they all had that like that Corningware. I don't, I don't know the, what the material with the beige Corningware. Is it, there's always white and it has some sort of like like a blue flower on it or something. Yeah, some sort of pattern around the rim. It was like uh, I mean the ones uh, I remember my parents having were like this brown wheat looking pattern mm-hmm. going around the rim. Oh, I remember that from no, yeah, that is a very uh, grandparents have that kind of shit. Yeah, it's like it was like that and Pyrex where yep. those those were the hot kitchen uh, yep. items. Yeah, Pyrex is um is always a a good thing to have around, but. I keep I got I got a Pyrex uh, uh, measuring glass. Well, I'm cooking, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't have a lot of uh, what I actually need some new pots and pans. Uh, the 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 set I got from uh, IKEA's time has kind of come short, so that might be actually something I come home with for my kid this weekend. Oh, that's this weekend? I thought it was last weekend. No, no, that's this. That's uh, Saturday coming up. Is, uh, yeah, so. Xander still don't want to go. <laughs> He, he going. <laughs> I know he's going. I'm just saying, he, like, he still don't want to go? Yeah, I, I, I actually uh, rented a truck. Cause I'm a Lee's, if, if nothing, I'm coming home with at least a set of Calyx for uh, Lee's room. They've, they've asked for their birthday for their room to get a refresh. A set of what? Calyx. What is that? Put it in chat. That. Oh, okay, like a, a little <laughs> mini bookshelf. Okay. Nothing many about it. That bad boy's a beast. If you got a cow, let's you know I, what you're doing. When I say many, I mean like short, not like, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, uh, 
you've been to Ikea with me. You know what the deal is. That actually can go the other way and you can make it a tall boy if you wanted to. That's the best. That's why calluses are so dope. You can position them how you want to. You can stack atop them. You can uh, add casters. You can add doors. You can add baskets. Ikea shit is so... Look, man. The Swedes just know what they're doing, bro. I, mm. I put some respect on their name. And so that's just what's popping. I mean, realistically, that's just simple engineering. Like, it's just boxes and you get to pick which side the boxes go on. You think that, right? But then, like, you buy, like, some Walmart shit, and, like, which is in our room right now. And it's all, it's just like, that shit is like. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, what I'm saying is, like, it's simple engineering in that, like, they, they produce it in a way where it's sturdy, but functional. Yeah. But like easily, like the additions are easy. Like they don't overcomplicate the the design, and they don't skimp on the materials. They still do make Corel Corningware. I was trying to find that for you this entire time, and uh, it's some nice designs they make nowadays. So if you, ever, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying you ever want to get you get you, I was trying to see if I can find you that wheat pattern in particular, but I I could not. So my apologies. Get, yeah, but, I, uh, gay, man. Oh, well, I just oh, remember, remember I remember the plates being like real like thin, you know. But like they're, but they were like, but they could drop because remember that was a part of the commercials. They showed them hoes falling on the floor, yeah. And like these bitches is beasts. You can have them. Don't make your kids eat. Accepted. So, Gabe, what do your kids eat off of? This regular plate? We got metal plates, but they're very small, and we got plastic bowls. We're trying to get rid away get away from plastic, though. My wife bought this like. Yeah, that's right. New fucking, uh, uh, it, it's like plastic, but it's like, uh, I don't know what the fuck made it's out of made bamboo and stuff. Up and ask her what's what it's made out of wheat straw. She's still awake. Have Have you heard it? Um, that they're making stuff out of uh, avocado pits. I that shit's gotta be tough. Those avocado pits are solid. You're right, gay. <laughs> I wanted to watch the rest of that video that you shared on that, but like I didn't feel like going to their website because they definitely try to rope a dope people. Where like they get you in, and then like they're like, "Oh, if you want to continue to learn about this topic that we've now made you interested in, go to our website." And I was just like, "No, sir." Yeah, I, like, how I'm dare you? Like a, uh, I love trailers, like stuff like that, where I'm like, "I oh, know I'm good. I don't need. I don't need to watch that whole video. That part of the video <laughs> is fine." 33 seconds is all I need. Thank you. <laughs> well, well, Gabriel, we uh we slide over to you, Pimp, and uh, what's been going on with you in these last couple of weeks? Oh, shit, man. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that sounded so sincere. Jesus. <laughs> well, you know, I've just been keeping busy um, fixing up the house. Uh, we, did, we did select an RV finally, and we're going to go pick it up this... This coming Saturday. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, we had to jump on it because, you know, RV prices are going up. It's a very popular time for RVs. I guess we didn't have a very original idea to to live on the road for a year. A lot of people are doing it. And uh, so as as goes demand, goes, uh, goes prices. And... Uh, so There's probably like, also like a manufacturing shortage. Like, I just assume that with everything. Oh, just yeah, to- there is too. Yeah, the COVID has uh, really taken its toll on this uh, on the manufacturing sector because uh, motherfuckers be working in factories, getting everybody sick and dying. So yeah, so uh, we had to we had to grab one uh, a good one before all the prices went up, mm. and we're going to Pittsburgh to get it. Where 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 are you go? 
Irma, I guess you got enough driveway to put that bitch in there, right? Yeah, we do. Yeah, so. I, don't, I mean, where else I can't put it on the street? <laughs> oh, goodness. So I'm going to put it, I'm going to put it in the driveway. Uh, but when, yeah, we're not ready to hit the road yet, but we'll have the, uh, hit the we'll have the RV. Yeah, good, good. Look, uh, we're going to walk through it and they're going to show us some shit. Then we got to tow it all the way three hours from Pittsburgh. Oh, wow. <laughs> You'll be in Pittsburgh this weekend, too? So will I. Oh. You holler if you need me. All right, I will. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, the, the intention is to head out about 9 in the morning, so I will be there, and I will probably be there all damn day. So This is the first time I'm stopping in Pittsburgh. I passed through Pittsburgh where they have those stop signs uh, before their... Do they still have that shit? Stop signs before their off-ramp onto the freeway? What kind of stupid shit is that? How are you supposed to get up to speed? <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about Guess that. You go- Guess you're going to learn. You're going to learn today. I, uh, I, I, uh, I know I'm supposed to, maybe I'm just supposed to, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm supposed to hate their football team. I doubt I'm supposed to hate the city itself. I enjoy Pittsburgh. Lovely, ta- lovely place to visit. I would not want to live there, oddly enough, but lovely visiting spot. And, uh, I'm, I'm excited to take the kids there and go, go do the incline and go do the, uh, the uh, scenic uh, spot and so forth, and do some just some, some visiting around town. It's gonna be nice, man. A steel city like our own. It's not though. It is actually it's it's, it's very much more, we see. Whereas we are kind of like the start of the Midwest. You know what I'm saying? I feel like uh, Pittsburgh. I feel like is the end of the East Coast, and their design structure, everything about them is very East Coast. Uh-huh. That's how they're that's how they're laid out. And so I'm very yeah. If you go through. Any East Coast city, Pittsburgh has that vibe, so I think that's how that's what that ends up being for that uh, particular town. They they really do have their own little vibe, so respect it. You're pretty right, little I'll... sister, Pittsburgh. <laughs> oh, what else, man? Um, shit, just the you know we're trying to we're trying to give the kids more time one on one, and. Me and my uh, oldest daughter went on a uh, daddy-daughter date where we went hiking in the woods. Got some Superman ice cream, headed off to the Metro Parks, and I hiked some trails. And got bit the fuck up because bugs nice. seemed to like the both of us. I'm sorry, got what? Bit the fuck up because bugs seemed to like the both of us. Did you? Did you? Uh, I, now, that's my we we were, we were somewhere the other day, and I was like, you know, we forgot to do. Oh, at that damn band picnic, I was like, we didn't hit it. We didn't hit the body with the off, which is something you know. You, once we, we I, I'm out of, I'm out of going outdoor shape. I'm sorry. Yeah, I guess and we that's are. I, I got to get used to. I got to get back to like, okay, you know what? You got to spray for you know. what I'm saying ticks and everything, and 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 mosquitoes and all that other, all the other uh, insect life, that insect and arachnid life that'll try to take a bite out your ass. I, think I just got bad, though. I, I guess I just oh. it wasn't for, foreseen that that bad. It was just like yeah, just a quick jaunt through the the woods, and then uh, and then head off and get something to eat. Yeah, I just I uh, I actually uh, I need to put that. I, I think I will just put that on the list and make sure I got buy some uh, off. Oh. I don't know if I have any in the house right now. So deep woods off. That's the one for sure. You know what I'm saying? The, the, yeah, the one with deep <laughs> tick murdering. Fuck them ticks. Fuck them ticks for shelf for But not the dance uh, or the blue one. Uh, what made you? Uh, what, what made y'all decide that uh, uh, the, the the kids need some uh, um, a singular singular parent time? Where this uh, idea come from? Uh, just uh, I don't know. They 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 
they're, they're crying out for something. They need something. And, and, and us trying to be good parents, we try to provide it to them. You know, you know, like like my parents would have just said, oh, you know, I'll give you something to cry about. But no, I wanted to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you want something, it's, like, hey. it's going to be a fist. I wanted to, um, and we had fun too. She talked me into Five Guys, which I wasn't thrilled with. Oh, you don't like Five Guys? I don't hate Five Guys. It's just expensive for what you get. Mm. Yeah, bargain is a good thing. Yeah, like she made me drive out to North Olmstead to go to Five Guys, and North Olmstead also has a better burger place called Brown Bag Burgers. I don't know if it's local. Must be local because I don't hear about it anywhere else. And she didn't want to go there. She didn't I've, like I've their grocery sandwiches. That's the only one of I've ever actually seen. Is there a brown bag somewhere on the east side? Um, it, it was. It closed. Oh, okay. it didn't make it. Nope. Sometimes expansion uh, lessens the quality of the place anyway. Yeah, it's this um, place called Burger I.M. And um, it oh, yeah. is one. Well, well, there, I guess there's one near you. And there's one... Um, like on Euclid by um, by the Mocha and stuff, and then it's one in Mentor. So we went to the one in Mentor. Those turkey burgers were delicious. Then, but they closed early in the pandemic. So then I went to the one um, like uh, by the uh, Mocha and the college and the, uh, the hospital and stuff. That turkey burger was tough as a fucking uh, like a Popeye's biscuit. It's, it was just uh, <laughs> I was like, man. Uh, I hate when you go to like different places and get different quality. Like there had to be like a different owner. Would you recommend Burger I Am or? I would recommend it, but um, you know, recommend like half hearted. Like, like I like shit. There appear to be there appear to be two brown bag burgers. That's it, and uh, one in North Olmsted, one in Lorraine. And uh, but they do have a, a, a huge part of their website says fresh opportunities await if you want a franchise no. and you can request and you can request information. In this economy, <laughs> <laughs> I have to pay my uh, workers fifteen bucks an hour. You should. Uh, I was uh, watching a documentary and it was um, a serial killer from Lorraine. It was pretty. Really? Yeah. He, he's, what was this white man's name? Um. <laughs> Strangely enough, he was not white. He was black. Oh, goddamn right! <laughs> I was playing the odds. I mean, he uh, the, see that's the thing. Like uh, he uh, he's they say he's like the most prolific uh, serial killer of all time. And he killed like a couple people in Cleveland. Like he he just went um like this was like I guess he he was a serial killer for like thirty five years. Oh, wow. sounds like that cop in California. Well, yeah. you know what's so funny about that is, there's a couple cops like that that's from out west, like just went around killing people. Um, I got Discovery Plus people, and it shows. All right, so Lorraine has a second brown bag burgers and serial killer. One stop shopping for all your needs. We're unsure at this time if the two are related. Probably <laughs> <laughs> stop there get something to eat. Nah, he's been in jail for a long time. Hungry work. Yeah, he's he's uh like I don't know if he's dead, but he was like, um yeah, yeah he's been in jail for a while. Like DNA finally caught up with him. 
Well, so I mean, so he's a kill, he's a serial killer. There was serial killing, but never got 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 for it. Um, God damn, it's a lot of serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> is that a you think that's a, a particularly American problem, or is that something that happens other parts of the world? And we just never hear about it because you know. Well, they had Jack the Ripper in England, but that was uh, a bit ago. Did you imagine what it would have been like though to be like a serial killer? Before scientific advancement, where they could just be like, "Oh yeah, that's their blood on your pants," or "That's your semen near the body," like when it was just like it wasn't me. And I just came like, right there. Uh-huh. That's all. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, back in the day, it probably was proven. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you never catch me red-handed, copper. There, there is <laughs> seven um, serial killers from Ohio, and. This dude ain't even on the list. That's more than uh, we have presidents. It's a lot easier to get the one occupation than the other. I guess so. The requirements are a little more relaxed. <laughs> we have just as many as Florida. Presidents are serial killers. <laughs> serial killers. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, well, I, I'm I, I'm that's I'm glad that that uh I'm, well, I'm not glad glad person I'm not glad that your children are, are, are that you're concerned for their well being but I am glad that you are like trying to you know, take take that battle on head on and and see what seeing what what maybe do taking them out and kicking it with them will accomplish or help for uh, to the situation. She uh, yeah she wanted me to take her out for a milkshake after I already took her out for ice cream and I was like that's too much sugar you're gonna go crazy but I did get her a root beer so I don't know why <laughs> I. I don't know. I don't know what the sugar content of uh, that. That much dairy's got to fuck your stomach up, though. That much soft serve. So uh, I, I think the root yeah, beer I was a better a, choice. I had a uh, Starbucks uh, vanilla bean frappuccino yesterday, day before yesterday, whatever day it was. I don't it does know. just a milkshake. And uh, it no word word a milkshake. I think I would have been better for it. That shit is just a bunch of heavy ass milk. There's some vanilla and some sugar. It's like drinking a cup of milk. It's, I don't drink milk it's like, like a that. Melted that shit ruined me. It ruined me. My stomach was so like, hey, bruh, come on, man. This is not what we do. <laughs> and I was like, you're right, stomach. We do not do this, and we will not do it again. Mom, sorry. <laughs> this shit was not, a, it was not oh, good. Man. It was not good. So It was tasty, but it was bad on my tongue. I mean, I'm saying, oh, man, but I mean, this nigga killed a bunch of people. But he just died at the uh, uh, December 30th of 2020. Oh, so he just recently left. Did he catch well, COVID? I mean, he could have. He was in jail. <laughs> Samuel Little. Samuel Little. That does not even sound, that does sound familiar. An American serial killer who was convicted in 2012 of the murders of three women in California between 87 and 89, as well as being convicted in 2018 of the murder of one woman in Texas in 1994. He claimed to have killed as many as 93 women. And the investigation have linked him to over 60 murders. Damn. Yeah. So he wasn't just bragging. Born in Reynolds, Georgia. Died in L.A. County. Yeah, but he uh, spent like um, a lot of time in Lorraine. But His nickname, the Choke and Stroke Killer. Yes. Do they all need nicknames? I don't know, but as far as they go, that's a solid one. Gotta get a lot of you, bro. <laughs> Do you think serial killers are gonna... You think serial killers are going to end up like Confederate soldiers where they just try and like erase them from the history books? Um, I don't know. Too much, like, I feel like there's too much glamorizing of serial killers. Like, they get these like boss ass nicknames and like everyone learns about <laughs> their histories and shit. Bitch. It, like, they're glamorizing the like the the nature of it all, you know? I think 
but people are sick. Meaning the serial killers, not necessarily the like. It's such a uh, anomaly. Like it, it doesn't happen that often. It's like a, a shooting star, and it's like, man, this is more interesting than me just sitting back reading about a Harry Potter. <laughs> But the, I got, I had a friend who had a uh, a Charles Manson uh, poster uh, back. Well, I don't know if I call him a friend. He has a, a dude I went to high school with had a Charles Manson uh, uh, poster in his room. Yeah, that's the kind of shit like I don't understand. Like whenever I see someone with something like that or like a T-shirt or something, I just automatically assume that they themselves are also a serial killer. Like so, the one caveat to that is, I and I'm. I just don't feel like Charles Manson should be in that list. Because Charles Manson told some people to do some shit and they did it. That's their fucking fault. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm just one of the, uh, that is one of my one bugaboos. Like, I, and I'm not like, you know, uh, a free Charles Manson type person, <laughs> but he didn't do nothing. He didn't do he's it. Overhyped is what you're saying. Yeah, like he didn't do it. He, he told. He is. He's the most famous serial killer, and he's he's he's. He gave. He isn't he like the? Hype. Isn't he like the serial killer sex symbol or something? Like <laughs> he's got like all these women trying to marry him in prison and no, shit. That, 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 that was, was Ted Bundy, Bundy, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. Charles Manson deep dick some ladies, and they was just like, "What, Charles? You want me to do what?" And they did it. Like, he he literally just told people to do stuff and they did it. Just that, like, I'm not saying that's that shouldn't be a crime. I'm not saying um, he is not guilty, but he didn't kill anyone. You afraid if they let him out though? Would he talk some more people into killing? I mean, if somebody told if somebody told me, hey Anthony, don't talk to um. Don't talk to Patrick, because Patrick gonna tell you to kill people. I'm like, you know what? I I go talk to Patrick. <laughs> that must be some incredible dick though for him to get people to do like kill people like that. He you was know? touching their soul with that dick. Cause 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 otherwise, like, what else is he doing? Like, is he cooking good food? Like, is he I'm, just you imagine know, master guy to do it? Hold on. Imagine if that was it. Like he's just like, come sit down, baby. And he made just like life altering chili. It was just like warm. It had the cornbread on the side. He put onions on that shit. He had some sour cream. And it was just like, what you want me to do, baby? I just want you to uh to, to stab Sharon Tate 27 times in the back. Do I get a second bowl if I do it? You get a third. Yeah. <laughs> All right, sacrifices gotta be made. That bitch gotta go. And like he make it the real way. He don't put beans in it or nothing. Like he really made this. Oh hell no! <laughs> he made no a re- regular like uh, you know regular like chuck wagon chili didn't have beans in it. Oh, I mean if y'all want chuck wagon chili, for chuck. The- yeah, see, there you go. Well, no bean, no beans. I ain't stabbing anybody. You want me to murder someone? You better have some some fucking kidney beans up in that bitch. Yeah, but at the same time, like everybody, it was only like three people who did that shit because they only got caught because one of them was like, you know what, I I, I ain't killing nobody, and she fucking left, and she was the one who told. She was just like, he didn't put beans in that shit. She was thinking it about it in the car, like man, who no beans in that shit. 
I'm out. I'm glad she came to her senses. Bruh. Chuck Manson's Chuck Wagon Chili. <laughs> we'll be right back after these messages. You ever see a product on the shelf and wonder, I wonder how was that? Well, you have to wonder no more. Because we at Skim will bring you... We tried! No longer do you have to say, was that soda good? Because... We tried it for you. You ever see those brand new fries at Taco Bell and then think, I won't waste my time. Damn, but those were delicious. Those were damn good. <laughs> what about that Naked Chicken Chalupa, the new spicier edition? We tried it. How was it? It was pretty good. <laughs> I was curious and I haven't had it. I enjoyed it. If you're looking for some, some entertainment. The way that only we can provide. Who else out there do you know that can compare Oreos to bad sex? <laughs> no one, that's Nobody. Like uh, Keith Sweat, nobody, yeah. baby. Who can review you like me? Nobody. nobody. Who can tell you what we eat? Nobody. nobody. <laughs> you can find that on... On our newly established Patreon. You go to Patreon backslash uh, Stays Crunchy and Milk. And that's Crunchy with a K. Make sure you throw a .com in there so you don't get lost in the neighborhood. Now back to Skip. <laughs> he smells Jenner in the proximity. He's, he's all uh, he's all amped up right now. I mean, this used oh to date Ben, um, yeah, ben Simmons. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just assumed at this point that they've all dated all of them. Sure. But they only date the light-skinned <laughs> ones. Except for Trisha. Oh, it tastes like mayonnaise. <laughs> Did you see that shit where Tristan talked about, like, some of the racist shit that, like, Boston Celtics fans would, like, say to the players, before, like, when they were on the other team? But then, like, he still goes and signs there. It was, like, it came out during the whole Kyrie Irving saga of the last week. It's just like, oh yeah, you know, like I've had people say stuff to me. I'm like, why, why the fuck did you go there then? Because I guess money but talks. Yeah, money talks. Like honestly, what yeah. besides the Cavs, who else is gonna pay for Tristan Thompson? Like to be fair about it all too, I guess. Like racism's everywhere, no matter where you go. Yeah. But like Boston's just like, yeah, we're racist. Much like that chili, it spikes just right there. <laughs> I want you to it's so weird. Chuck Manson, uh, Chuck Wagon Chili, just so I can have show art with uh, Charles Manson with a chef hat on. The alliteration's almost as delicious as the chili. Mm. Well, I mean, currently the, the title I had in mind was speaking of racist caricatures, because that shit made me laugh hard. So, but uh, Chuck Manson's Chuck Wagon Chili. I mean, I don't Charles, like the title that much. I just want to see Charles. I just want to see Charles Manson a chef hat. Chuck Masters, Chuck Wagon, chilling chili. Oh, it's bone chilling. All that oh murder. Also, also, I had already written down life altering chili as a potential uh, 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 show title. But, so, just in case you're wondering, what's like? I mean, I I don't think. Okay, uh, we can get off the, the serial killer talk in a second, but I got a couple other points to make. Yeah, I, I want to hear this. I've always I did a whole fucking uh, paper on uh, serial killers back in college. Got an A on that shit. Uh, so well, uh, I like this kind of talk. Well, so the ones that bothered me the most is not Ted Bundy. You know, Ted, Ted Bundy was a fucking genius. Um, like he was smart, but uh, like 
DNA. <clears throat> well, no, it wasn't even DNA. But anywho, uh, God, what's the name of that dude? Um, John Wayne Gacy. Yes. Yeah. Now clowns for everybody. They're not real. The, fuck the clowns part. The fact that like when he was in jail selling paintings and shit. That 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 burnt my britches. Like, why is they letting him do this shit? Like d- taking advantage of. Oh yeah, he killed people. He he killed thirty young men and uh, put them all under his house. So yeah, baby, go ahead and make uh, clown pictures and sell them to people. <laughs> Buy no. that shit. Boston Strangler. <laughs> Not to get into. We got a whole talk about like uh, serial killer uh, products, but like the Boston Strangler. Uh, was thinking of coming out with a line of chokers. Now, I'm not fucking around here. This is a, this is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was uh, he he wanted to sell chokers, and he thought people would buy them and everything. And it pissed off the other prisoners, uh, so they fucking killed him. Wow. Like, um, and then uh, Richard uh, was it Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker, the Night Stalker. He like uh, after like he stopped being um, like uh, super because he like part of what was messed up with him. He was on drugs and like once he got like got some his healthy weight back and like um, I guess got some of those um, those new teeth that get you in prison. Like women, uh, women was in love with him. I mean that's a great that's another great nickname man, a night stalker. Yeah, um, it was like it. Um, I was listening to uh, my mama told me, and um, they were saying like one thing you learn from watching all these murder documentaries is that cops are terrible at their job. <laughs> Correct. And um, I mean, I can go into like a million theories about like um, oh, like um, how David Berkowitz didn't do all those killings by himself. And then, um, because, like, the the person's dog that he killed was, uh, his name was actually Sam, like, it was actually the son of Sam, and, like, um, he, when David Berkowitz got arrested, he ran off and then got murdered in another town, and he was actually the, the son of Sam, but I digress. Hmm. Enough murder talk. Fair enough. Unless, unless y'all write in and call like, yeah, we want to hear more about murder, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> You're like a walking encyclopedia for this for all the forensic files you've watched. I would never... Uh, I, first of all, I would never commit a murder. Second, I would never get caught for committing a murder that I committed. Because <laughs> I swear, man, I'm, I, don't, I don't spit out gum nowhere no more. Like, it's a bunch of little stuff I don't do. Like, it was... All right, this last one, I swear. Patricia O'Neill is the reason. I, I don't want to. I, I want you to yeah. say what you got to say, but I just wanted to get the thought out. Patrice O'Neill's joke yes. about like the Pepsi Cola yeah. rapist or whatever. That's what got me not wanting to. And I'm so glad you said this because this is exactly what happened. This dude committed, I guess, what would be classified as the perfect murder, except for one thing. So he, you know, murdered this woman, cleaned her apartment. Like, nobody was looking for her. So he cleaned the apartment perfectly. And they didn't find her. But one thing they found was a can of Red Bull 
And um, so they like like they found her body. Then they found like a can of Red Bull and like some plastic gloves and a separate um, like he came back and dropped off trash. Like he went back into the apartment, cleaned up, and then they got his DNA off the Red Bull can. Like he wasn't in the system. He had never committed no other crime. If it wasn't for that one damn Red Bull can, he'd have been uh, in the clear. Yeah, but he, was, he, he needed the energy to clean up the apartment. He was tired. He's like, oh yeah, man, that, that, he, he needed the energy. Clean. How am I going to get through this? Red Bull gives you wings. Uh, my advice to anybody who want to get an extra boost of energy after they murder somebody, you can just do some coke. There's no cleanup behind it. You just do the line and then you're done. <laughs> yeah, but what if they don't want to get in trouble for doing drugs? Uh, then you put it in your butt, you boof it. <clears throat> you think that's going to be part of the uh, Dexter miniseries coming? Like they're going to finally catch them because they, they like find a Red Bull can on a murder scene or something? Uh, it's probably going to be something like... I don't know, like his son or something becomes a serial killer and then kills him. Hmm. It's not a bad idea. And then it's Dexter. And he's a kill, and he kill, and he kills him with a Red Bull can <laughs> in his butt <laughs> <laughs> while eating chili with no oh beans. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Chuck wagon chili. All righty, all righty. Well, <clears throat> there you go. Uh, everybody has had a chance at the mic, which means we uh. We push forth and we push forward and that means we uh we head on down to the Reddit me streets and see what they can do for us. In a segment that gets a lot of love, and then I was listening to John Hodgman today on his podcast, the Judge John Hodgman podcast, and he mentioned Am I the asshole? And I was like, Don't be putting my shit on the streets, bro. That's my thing. Don't do that. <laughs> so uh each week. I go to Reddit, I pull some amateur assholes, I, I, I share them with these fellas, they say yay or nay, and uh, we ride out like that. That's how this goes. It's a relatively simple process, and if you've been down for the get down, you know this. This week's selection includes... Only got a few this week. Am I the asshole for shutting my sister out after she told my mom something I admitted to her in confidence? For the record, those these these people are children. They're fifteen and sixteen years old, which is why I found that to be interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, that's the reason I'm not interested. Whereas, whereas I think I think it's very interesting. But whatever. Ever the asshole for yelling at my neighbor after she saw me brawless on my private porch? Whoa, I like them titties. <laughs> Did he compliment her? Ever the asshole for snapping at my fiance because she left our daughter alone with her alcoholic mm. mom? Mm. Hmm. <laughs> Am I the asshole? <laughs> Last one that I pulled new, and I, I still got the ones in the folder if, if, if need be. Am I the asshole for asking that conditions be met before we increase stepkids' visitation time this summer? Yeah, that seems like. You looked offended as fuck when I read that, bro. Jeez <laughs> Louise. And uh, yeah, that bothered me too when I read that. I didn't, re- I didn't, when I read that title, I was like. I don't like that at all. That's a weird step on the shit. I'm gonna, I, okay. I'll, tell me if I'm wrong here. But maybe we can, before we uh, reread it, prejudge an asshole and then see if we're right about the asshole. This is, uh, this, 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 is, this is always a living document. It can always be changed. And so if you would think you want to add that to this thing, let's go. So this is us uh, basically gambling Oh, who's the asshole here in these situations? Uh, which one? We still got to still pick two. 
and maybe we got to call them asshole. Okay, I, I want uh, since you said the first one was interesting, I want to see why you thought it was interesting. So the first and the last one. Fair enough. All right, let's build. All right, now I'm going to read those titles again, and we're going to decide right <clears throat> now before reading it if they are assholes. Okay. Am I the asshole for shutting my sister out after she told our mom something I admitted to her in confidence? I must no. no. Uh, y- uh, y- who all said no? I'm saying no. I'm saying no as well. What you saying, T? I I don't know, but fuck it. I'm gonna say yeah. yeah. I was just about to say yeah too because all y'all said no, so I'm gonna say yeah. <clears throat> and the other one, am I the asshole for asking that conditions be met before we increase stepkids' visitation time this summer? Asshole. Yeah, I'm gonna say asshole, but the way the way you phrase it, you sound like an asshole. I agree. No, I'm gonna say no. <laughs> Fair enough. Let's build. Am I the asshole for shutting my shut, Am I the asshole for shutting my sister out after she told our mom something I admitted to her in confidence? My sister, 15 female, and I, 16 female, lost our dad eight years ago. Four years ago, our mom remarried. Her husband came with two kids of his own, 11 male and 7 female, and they have a baby together, four-month male. I admitted to my sister a while ago that I hadn't been on board when our mom first told us she was getting married again, and that I really only accepted it for her, but not for me. I admitted I don't love them or see them the same as I see her, mom or dad. Hmm. Hey, man, I want to read that again. I've got a bit of a board Wait, the beginning of this, this is a 16-year-old and a 15-year-old? Correct. Okay. I only accepted her for, only accept it for her, but not for me. I admitted I don't love them or see them the same as I see her, mom or dad. Okay. And that I will. Yeah, the new family, she doesn't love them. She loves her immediate family. Biological. Well, her dad dead, so, you know, but I'm not taking that love away, but saying. Uh, And that I will probably always be detached because this is not the way I would have ever chosen my family to meet. But I don't want to ruin mom's happiness. I admitted this to her because my sister always suspected. She noticed differences, remembered how I would always invite her into my bed when she had nightmares versus not really doing anything like that for one of our step-siblings, if one of our step-siblings did, or how I'm affectionate with her and not them or our half-brother. And how I never really tell our mom's husband anything about me like I do mom. And how most stuff comes through her to him. She pressed and I was honest. I told her not to tell them because it, di- I did- it didn't need to be a big deal. And she promised she wouldn't. Well, she told her mom pretty much everything. And then my mom decided the three of us, me, her, and her husband, need family therapy so they can figure out a way to get me to welcome them into my heart the way she wants me to. And now I'm stuck in family therapy with them trying to achieve a goal I don't want to achieve. And I am so pissed off at my sister. She told me she did it so we could be one big happy family. And I told her she betrayed my trust and she could never expect me to come to her again because I now know she won't keep a promise to herself. Keep a promise. Yeah, okay. She was upset. And now she even she's even more upset because I am not the same with her anymore. The way I look at it, she broke my trust. And when I wasn't when I wasn't going to tell her anyway, and then she pushed and then promised to keep it keep it, and she didn't. My mom told me that I'm being mean and that my sister did the right thing telling her. She told me I should have been open with her so we could have done therapy together sooner. 
I told her I never wanted to go to therapy with them and I didn't want uh, this big deal being made out of it. She told me that regardless, I shouldn't shut my sister out and it's hurtful and mean. Am I the asshole? Hmm. So, few things. Um, I'm a motherfucker that can hold a grudge. <laughs> I'll let you know that shit's factual shit. A nigga can hold a grudge. So I already know this, this. I know this mindset because I have this mindset. I have this ability to be like, oh, really? Well, OK, well, fuck you for the rest of your life. And you never have to worry about this shit again. I can do that. <laughs> and uh, relatively easy at that, too. And uh, so I know I know what it is to have that ability. Uh, her sister did do exactly what she said. She she broke her trust. I trusted a one. She didn't even invite her ass internet. She was trying to be like, nah, you don't need to know. And, and yet her sister pushed and she was like, okay, fine. Let me break it down for you. And then what her sister do with that? Take that shit and run with it. Fuck that. Uh, your sister is a piece of shit, but you also you are children. And so piece of shits grow out of that shit sometimes. She, that, that's not necessarily a lifetime piece of shit, but still. This person is 16 years old. And I guess let's assume that that, 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 uh, that, they, they, her parents, their, her mom and her stepdad been married for, I believe, four years out of math work. So this person for four years has been like, nah, this ain't for me. That's a person who's not going to really change that mindset. And that's not going to come with age or time. That's going to be like, nah, that's not for me. And so that's never going to change. Therapy's not going to change. And in fact, forcing therapy upon somebody who doesn't want to be in therapy is not going to, it's, it's going to lead to an unsuccessful therapy. It's not going to be therapeutic in the least. And in fact, it's probably going to make things make, make matters worse because like, bro, I'm trying to be over here with my homies and y'all got me in this bullshit. Uh, it's uncool that she is, is, is about to be so wildly shitty to her sister, but she's not an asshole for it. Mm. It's not, it, it doesn't even rise to asshole. It's uncool. You, they are your sibling and one day you will need them and want them in, in, in your life. Mayhaps, but I don't think it makes them an asshole. They are, they are for their age, spot on with, with their response. Nah, bitch, get the fuck away from me. Don't ever come around me again for right now. <laughs> and in a few years, that'll change and whatever, whatever. They'll, they'll move on. They'll find something. They'll be adults and they can, they can make a way out of no way or not because that shit works too. But I don't, I don't believe this person is an asshole. So I was wrong on my gamble when I said that they were an asshole. <laughs> One of the things I found interesting about this was the depth of the story mm-hmm. from from a sixteen year old. Uh, there's a, there's a lot of life experience happening in the, in this tale. Um, but yeah, the big thing is you can't force someone to love someone. Correct. And like, just because you love your now new husband doesn't guarantee that your kids will feel the same way about them and that's okay like the mom here is the one being an asshole about that portion where like i would say as long as the daughter isn't being shitty to anybody she doesn't have to love anyone like you don't have to like everybody yeah like so but as long as they're getting along and there's no problem i don't understand like the whole therapy thing but then also I, I agree with everything you said about the pettiness and the, the grudge and all that. Like, if my sibling broke my trust in that, like, it was almost like she baited her into telling her just so she could dry snitch. Like, like that was the plan. Mm-hmm. I love that you and, said dry uh, snitch. Because, like, if 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 I if you ask for my trust 
and then I give it to you, and then you immediately fuck me over with it, I'm going to feel the same exact way. We're like, all right, well, fuck you then. Like, you've shown who you are, and, like, it it sucks when it's, like, your siblings and, like, you have those things come up because, like, you know, blood is supposed to last forever, but it doesn't always. But they are also, like T said, children. So I imagine that, like, over, like, I don't, I wouldn't consider anything final in their relationship until a couple years down the line because they are still so young. But I don't think she's an asshole for, like, feeling betrayed in this instance. I agree. I, I don't think um, she's an asshole. Um, <clears throat> but I do hope that, um, you know, somewhere down the line that she can, you know, um, you know, find somewhere in her heart to not necessarily forgive, but understand um, her sister. So that's it. Uh, I guess I was right on my uh, gamble. She's not an asshole. She had her trust broken, and it's a reasonable reaction to having your trust broken like that. I hope I hope time heals all wounds because they are siblings, and you know, she already lost her dad. She doesn't want to lose the rest of her family. Also, I don't know the difference between a dry snitch and a wet snitch. So, you guys have to explain <laughs> that to me one day. I'm sorry for my ignorance. A, a dry snitch is more like, you know, kind of, kind of tiptoeing around the snitch, and a, a wet snitch or just like straight up like that nigga T did it, he did it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then that, yes, that is a dry snitch. Well, let me just. Uh, I, I like this particular set of comments. Uh, I don't know. I just dig it. Uh, you can't force love. Op's dad died. Then their mom forced her into a family dynamic that she didn't want. Fact is, she may never come around. Some kids never do, and being forced just doesn't help that. Mom and stepdad are kind of the asshole for trying to make her. Sister is definitely the asshole for betraying her trust. OP should be honest with the therapist, but she should not be forced into a happy family dynamics she honestly is not feeling. Somebody responds to this person saying, I agree, but remember the OP did say that she was okay with it and then lied to her mom about her feelings. And the person responds in kind, the OP is okay with how she feels and lied to her mom to not destroy her happiness. She can't, she can't, you can't force love. Her dad died and she did not want a new family. That's actually okay in my opinion. But she got one anyway and her response has been to quietly internalize her unhappiness and be distant. It's not ideal, but neither is being tricked by a sister and coerced by a mother. Step families are hard. They're harder when forced on a grieving kid who lost a parent and is already traumatized. And the person responds, fair point. And uh, I mean, that's damn near my own personal synopsis to this story. So I had already been on that shit, but I just like, there's some backup for, for I guess, my point. So, uh, yeah, her mama is an asshole. I'm going to say her stepdad an asshole too because he rode off with his wife on some dumb shit and her sister an asshole. Fuck that baby too. What? There you go. <laughs> now, now, what did the stepdad do? Because he signed off on that therapy bullshit and he should, he should, he should not have. I'm going to say happy wife, happy life. Clearly not a happy life. Clearly not a happy life. I just don't like uh, calling the, the stepdad an asshole. This nigga don't, don't wife her up, take two spoiled ass kids, 
And he all he tried to do is provide for him and his new son. He gonna leave her too. He gonna leave the wife, and he gonna have to just just start another family. Him and little Ty are gonna just dip out. <laughs> Come on, Todd, relieve me. All right, Emma the asshole for asking that conditions be met before we increase stepkids visitation this summer. Well, this Again, is stepkid, uh, stepchild episode. I I have said asshole off rip. I have not read any of this. All I have is that headline. Uh, I, I, what was everybody else's? You said not, I said not, not the, the asshole. asshole. Okay, I, I think everybody else said asshole. Yeah. Correct. Correct. I was just hedging my bets. Like I mean, my, not my bitches. I mean, my 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 my, <laughs> my bets. <laughs> Hedging my bitches. Damn, that should be the episode. <sighs> Here's what happened. Last summer, because of COVID, and the fact that I was working from home, we took my two stepchildren a few extra days a week. It was fine. But toward the end, I started getting annoyed because the ex-wife kept all her child support and those grocery bills were skyrocketing. Plus, plus the kids were already a little needy with meal prep cleaning up after themselves and a lot of that fell on me background info my two kids are 16 and 15 and my stepkids are 14 and 11 so last night my husband's ex calls and goes so are we going to do what we did last summer with with you taking the kids more and so he tells her that we're both we're both going back to work full time in person and she says well 16 and 50 year olds will be there and goes on to say that she doesn't want them to be home alone all day. But her parents live next door and they, they'll be home alone sometimes at my house, too, because my kids won't necessarily be there either. So husband gets off the phone and asks why I seem so mad. And I say that one, mom needs to drop them off. She moved an hour away last summer. Two, mom needs to send them with groceries or money for them. And three... He needs to actively parent them. My kids aren't babysitting them, and I'm not planning on cleaning up after them again. He says he's been wanting to see them more, and I shouldn't care so much about what messes they make. I think it's, it's worth noting that mom says she doesn't want them home alone because they make messes. So I'm not the only one annoyed about this. He says he doesn't want to be in the middle, and I say that he's supposed to be on my side because we're married. And we should make these decisions together. Fight spirals from there, and now we're not speaking. Am I the asshole? Hmm. Hmm. All right. Let's get, so the title was a little misleading, I think. Right, yeah. Uh, let me uh, let me just double down on my um, my no, and I just leave it at that. Um, I don't feel that this person is actually. Now that we've read the story, I feel like a lot of their the requests are actually. As a child who bounced around from home to home and whatnot and visited various family members at various days and stuff, these all kind of feel like natural, normal requests of sorts, especially, like, if the father's paying child support. Uh, you see, now that is where I think she's an asshole. Don't play that bullshit of bringing up, like, she didn't give me back none of my child support. Fuck you, homie. It was a divorce settlement, and in that degree it said, I get child support. That's just what this shit is. Suck that shit up. It's, and, and child support is not just for this time of the year and not this other time of the year. It is for all the times that your ass didn't buy them kids draws. But I did. I'm not hearing that shit. Don't ever bring up child support in, 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 a, in a fucking debate. Because when you do, I fucking, you lost. 
that's when you lost immediately to me. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> yes, you're an asshole. You're an asshole because you tried to make this about dough first. And then you tried to make it about messes. And it's all this other bullshit. And it's just like, this man clearly wants to see his children more. Does not get to see them as much as he probably wants to during the normal times. And during the summertime, he, gets, he can get to see them a little more because they live an hour away and have school and so forth and so on. And to be like, well, she better be bringing them over and packing them lunches and shit like that. It's like, no, those are my children. I should provide for them in any situation. And child support is not just for whatever. Child support is one thing. It is separate from everything else. If they're coming to my home, guess what? I will provide them food. If they're coming to my home, I will whatever. He should be cleaning up after his kids. That's real. Yeah. He should be having to talk with them to be like, hey, man, pick up after yourself because we got to try to keep the house clean. Yes, that can be a thing. But that has nothing to do with anything else. Immediately, this bitch was an asshole when I read that shit and she remained an asshole throughout and did nothing to make me happy about this shit. He shouldn't be talking to her. <laughs> I hate that shit. I, when I get into face with my partner about my kids, it is, I, I'm, I'm almost, I probably shouldn't side with my kids as much as I do sometimes, but I, I, I do. And I just, and that's just who I am. I'm like, hold on. First and foremost, they're my babies. And it just is, it will always be that way. And I get it. And I know that shit is probably always going to end up being an issue. But also, again, my child, my one of my children is, eight, is, is damn near 18 and another one only got I, a little bit I mean, longer that's to go too. What I think is one of the hardest aspects of dating or marrying someone who has kids with another person mm-hmm. is that their bond to those kids are always going to be greater than their bond to you because uh, they didn't make those kids with you. So if people get in those relationships, it's always going to be an issue in the background, I think. Yeah. I and, and no, no, I completely like um, – because she said that right up front, I completely forgot about that whole child support thing. I agree with you. It's like saying, well, I pay taxes. That is, or uh, calling a person Hitler. That uh, avoids the whole conversation. That proves you're an asshole. Yeah. I forgot about that. You you are right. She is backing, uh, she is using all those to back up her child support facts. Yeah. But that's where that's really where she started that shit at. Yeah, she did it like, right away, and she's yeah. put them in a really tough position, and saying like, "Well, you better side with me. I'm your wife." Good point, Gabe. And I have this vagina right here. The vagina is pretty powerful. <laughs> you like to think that, but uh, parenthood, it'll, it'll it, it 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 for for some, it will win the day every time. And it also, as long as the bathroom door locks. <laughs> My nigga. <laughs> I am not jacking off in the bathroom. I'm too old for that shit. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> I didn't know there was an age limit on that. Hell no. That shit should have been done. Like, it, it, once, once, that is a past high school. Once past high school, no jacking off in bathrooms. I guess you're going to jack off at work. That's on you. But that's some other shit. Oh, no. At work? So. I remember um, it was this dude I called Fat Wolverine. Um and and, like my brother was always tickled at the fact that i think he was uh, jacking off at work because he used to stand in the bathroom like back near the door of the restroom not close to the toilet uh kind of going i'm like oh this dude is in there jacking off and i used to leave the bathroom immediately because this is around the time when um like a lot of people were being laid off and we were on the fourth floor and it mm-hmm. wasn't like a, a heavily occupied floor. 
So it was like our department and then like that's it. And I was like, man, this dude is in there jacking off again. And I used to tell my tell my brother, like, man, this is this dude who looked just like Wolverine. I call him Fat Wolverine. <laughs> he be jacking off in the bathroom. And he was just tipping oh, by. Shit. Well, that's, so how, our... that's how he relaxed, Bob. <laughs> snit, snit. <laughs> On the back of the wall. As I scroll th- as as I scroll through the scroll through the email, I mean through the through the uh comments, uh most people are saying not the asshole. Of course they are. But here 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 is a everyone yes. sucks here. So let's let's check out what this one says. Everyone sucks here. The problem is not the ex-wife or the kids. The problem is the husband. Ooh. You're not wrong for not wanting to run around after your stepkids, but the solution is not to stop them from coming over, but to tell your husband that he needs to step up and be the main parent to his kids instead of letting you do all the work. And there's no, also no reason why your husband should not pay for extra food. They are his kids, what I said. Mm-hmm. He should pay for the cost of feeding them. My point exactly. I'm trying to see if I see anybody else who is uh, on, on our team, but most of these fools is like, not the asshole. Uh, expecting OP's kids to watch his kids and for everyone to pick up after his kids is wrong. I think we all agree with that. Yeah, but again, the like, position I, she I'm, put him in. I'm pretty sure that I lived through this personally. Like, my dad used to give my grandmother $40 for, like, every Sunday. Like, I would go to my dad's on Sundays, and then he would give my grandmother $40, like, to help cover whatever costs uh, for me when I went back home. Mm-hmm. And there was a time, I don't remember exactly when it was, but I'm pretty sure it was a summertime, like a summer vacation thing, where I had spent extra time over at my dad's house. Yeah. And I remember, like, not, it's a little fuzzy, but I remember my stepmom telling me to tell oh. my grandmother that because I was over at my dad's house more during the summer that they weren't going to give the extra money to my grandmother when I went back home because I was there longer, therefore using up more resources. Now, granted, I'm, you know, making it sound more adult, but that the gist was because I was at my dad's more, they weren't going to give that money to my grandmother when I went back home during that summertime. Hmm. That shit is just as upsetting as this damn MMA asshole to me, man. I just, I don't, I just don't appreciate that. I just, now I just, that like I now that like this dredged up that memory, yeah, I feel it was weird that I was even put in that fucking position but, to be oh, the messenger yeah, boy. Yeah, I I remember um, being a naive child, well not really a child because like um, having a conversation with um, with uh, women. I mean, when you work with a bunch of black women, you ain't gonna never not hear the truth. Um, and I remember. Um, the lady who sat next to me was talking about child support. And I mean, I didn't have no kids at this time. She was like, when you look at like how little women get for child support, it's like, look, they, um, it's, it's water, it's electric, it's clothes, it's too, it's everything like them getting just a, just, um, a couple hundred dollars a month. You getting off easy. Mm-hmm. Like I said, once you brought up a, Child support it was overrated yeah. in my opinion. So <laughs> that was a that was a, that was a thoroughly like nah bitch eat a dick. And I, I can't believe Dan's dad made up made up giving women forty dollars. I didn't know he was the originator of that. I, that's unbelievable. <laughs> that's how you know you're <laughs> trash. He's like, bro, you cost so much more than forty dollars. 
just, you just in general. Girl, you know it. Well, uh. like, I mean, keep in mind, like, my dad at that time was super young. True. Like, because, uh-huh. like, my dad, my parents had me when they were, like, 17. Yeah. So, like, when I was that round, like, that youthful age, my dad was in his early to mid-20s. So it's not like he had a ton of money to his name. Like, and he was given $40 every week, which back in those days, that was $160 a month. Like, yeah, like, that's not a lot when you hear 160 but also money went a little further back then. Yeah, yeah if, I bet you adjust, adjust for inflation, it's probably in the, like probably in the realm of like 500 bucks. And technically, he didn't have to give anything because there was no court order of anything, any kind. My grandmother just had custody of me. He was just doing it because he was my dad. Right that was the agreement that they had because, you know, she was taking care of me primarily. Not that I'm trying to defend anybody or anything like here. Like, that, that was all all adult business. It's just And that's just the pieces I remember. Yeah. But, um, yeah, because I remember, like, they would pick me up in the morning and then drop me off in the evening. And, like, he would send me in the house with the money to give it to her. That's so But, again, like you just said, he was young. It just, it just, yeah. it just a, a knucklehead. He should, he, probably, he should probably be going, going to take your grandma the money. But I mean, whatever. Who knows? Who knows what their relationship was? You know what I'm saying? Maybe they wouldn't cool. So, yeah, I truthfully, I have no idea. Like, yeah. I I'll, the one thing I I do remember is that they've told me, and as I was when I was older, that they at one point had uh, threatened my grandmother what? about uh, taking custody away. Because my mom had abused me, and uh, they wanted my mom out of the house. Otherwise, otherwise they were going to take my grandmother to court for custody of me. <sighs> yeah, my uh, mom had knocked out some of my teeth when I was a kid. It's a story I don't know, and I know a lot about you. Jeez Louise, you have kept well, like, that one. I don't really remember it, remember it. Yeah. Uh, th- it's just kind of what they told me. Oh, Lord. Oh. There you go. What's your show? We had the Wapas to give to that one. Uh you know what? But you know, but you know what I do have. You got a lot of stuff, right? Well, hold on. Let me run through some things, and we'll get, we'll get it right. You know how this is. This is actually, this actually has a standard. Uh, we have a standard order of operations. We're not going to do the voicemails uh, and stuff. Again, oh, again, we have a standard order of operations, <laughs> and that is. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> you got a good point, Gabe. <laughs> Daniel, you've been playing Call of Duty Warzone, correct? <laughs> that is correct. Anthony, you have been playing whatever you play on your phone and nothing else, but correct? I did have a story though. Like Oh yeah, your game got okay, yeah, yeah. So I've been trying to buy this game T has been talking about for weeks. And then last week it was like the twisty night. It's like, man, I'm still playing it. And damn, I was caught up <laughs> on these boards and then my, my penny thief. I'm like, shit, I want this game. So I ordered it. <laughs> And I ordered it like a, a what three weeks ago? I ordered. You ordered like the, the day after we talked about it, the first time we talked I, about. It. So I think yeah, it was that night. I ordered it on May nineteenth or six, something like that. So then I get yeah. an email. No, first I check my Amazon because you know you check your orders, and I'm like, "What the fuck is this game at?" It wasn't even in the list yeah. no more. And then it was just like, "Nah, dog, I'm, we ain't even got no more of them." And I was just like, shit. And then, like, I've been checking everywhere else. Not only is it not anywhere else, it's it's more expensive on PlayStation 4. And, like, it's it's like $20 cheaper on on PS5. 
Yeah. And like it was just like, and then now T just want to jump past this part, or this has been this has been wrecking my week because I was like, I haven't told my girlfriend. I'm like, I got this game. I ain't played games in a while. I'm gonna get it in the mail, and I and I'm gonna be playing a little <clears throat> bit at night. So please don't get mad. Like it was, I, you know, the 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 pricing thing that you're mentioning. Uh, it had, I had thought about this last night. Remember, like when we went through the whole Doctor Seuss issue with the books not being printed and all that, and the prices mm-hmm. jumped. Yeah, <laughs> I, I saw a video clip on Twitter last night, and it made me think: Should we go around and buy up all the DVDs and Blu-rays for Major League now that the the baseball team is going to be changing their name? Oh. You think like maybe the movies will become more rare and uh, won't be played? <laughs> I mean. Uh, Major League is um, is strangely one of those movies that I feel like is on TNT and TBS all the time. Did we? Oh, that's the episode. They but, got that's, lost. but that's we, what I'm we, saying. Maybe we, they won't be anymore now that they're cracking down on changing the name. Maybe they won't play the movie anymore. It's gonna be like um, the song of Dixie or something like that. Like it's gonna be white song yeah, itself. It's gonna be white from the um, from from everywhere. You can't see it that's anymore. Song. But think about. That song is on a uh, DVD, not a DVD, a CD that we brought from the library recently. Uh, what, Zippity Doo Dah? Yeah, Zippity Doo Dah. Now that's what I call Disney uh, Volume 2 or something. I don't think Zippity Doo Dah is canceled. I think just the overall movie. Like, Zippity Doo Dah is the safe space within that um, that whole realm. That's all right to play because I've been skipping it every time it comes. And my kids are asking me, like, <laughs> you won't be zipping. Why'd you skip that song? What's that song? What's wrong with that song? And I'm like, don't worry about it. There ain't no going to be no zippity doodad up in this car. And, 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 and if that's what you've done thus far, don't, don't, no need to bring it in because fuck it. You know? Well, like my, so what a like, wonderful I day. See this, I want to see this movie. Yeah, yeah. So you good, man. You good. Uh, I I have been playing judgment nonstop. I I I am in the I I am in the end game. I got to the point where they was like, "Hey, man, uh, if you got anything you want to do, you might want to go do it." Because uh, after this, this is where we going. We, this where shit about to get real. And uh, so I've been doing everything else. I got I got the last lady I could date, and I got her up to the le- the level of where she could uh uh. They, what you basically want them all to do is confess their love to you. So I have, I have, I've had where all the ladies have confessed their love to me. That has worked out, and basically I'm just trying to do all. But but I got to a point tonight, like literally uh, before uh, uh, I, t- I took a little bit and played a little bit tonight, uh, where I'm I'm basically at a point where I'm like, there's nothing I can do until I I'm at a higher level and I can't get a higher level until I actually go do some stuff in the game. So. Uh, Judgment is almost done. I, uh, next week, I, I probably will have. By next week, I, I hopefully will have concluded it. And if not, that just lets you know it was a really uh, uh, well worth the uh, the how much? I, I think I paid forty bucks for that game. Yeah, because it's it's so, up to forty. It was. Uh, I got it for uh, the the text I sent you guys was um, how it's just that's all that's coming up for judgment on Target's website books. And then, like, it literally went up to, um, it's up to $45 now. I wonder if uh, Gamefly has um, it. I know the um, the exchange in, your, in Lakewood has it. Okay. And you got it on PS5 or PS4? 
I got on Xbox oh. Series X, so I got on a new Xbox. Yeah, it's thirty dollars. Uh, and I see it, I see it at a decent price on a, a decent price on eBay. So, but. You said they got it up the way. I can just go. I can just go pick it up for you if they got it up the way, yeah, man. No, that's okay. I would just rather um, just cry my cereal for now. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. And Gabe, you ain't played shit. Uh, I played. Uh, I played God of War. I freed a dragon. We did you play <laughs> you God, God of War? Lies. In your face, Bruce Powell surprise. You're a God of lies, Gabe. I killed a frost giant. Nice. I uh, freed a dragon. And that's that's uh, that's, that's, the, that's the world serpent. It's not a dragon. No, no, no. No, there's dragons in the game. Where? They're in the side missions. You free them. You get you get a free uh, you got to free three dragons. You got to kill a dragon too. You don't remember this? Fair enough, sir. Mind you, I have every achievement in that game except for the I mean every trophy in that game except for the last two, and that's just because one is. Uh, you get for beating all the Valkyries, and the other one you get for having all the other trophies. So I played the hell out of that game. I didn't know those Valkyries in the game. God, fucking worse. I haven't played that part. <laughs> and watch you be good at it. if you get if you good at that shit, and you fucking handle your business against the Valkyries, you have to come over here and beat that Valkyrie for me, so I can get that fucking platinum trophy. But yeah, I freed uh, I freed uh, two of three dragons. Okay, they're binded, they're chained down, and everything, and you just gotta. You gotta beat these sim. You gotta break up uh, like three symbols, and then unchain them. It's pretty neat, actually. It's I I literally have like no like not even a tiny bit of a recollection of these damn dragons. It? No, and I'm I'm actually going to go uh, look at it now to see if I even recall. Again, these motherfuckers look wild and familiar. <sighs> nah, bro, these dudes don't look. They looking. They don't look familiar to me at all. Mm. Oh yes, yes. Okay, now I do. I literally just saw one in the, in, the, in, the, in like in the like I guess in what you call the the grassy biome, and uh, yeah, there we go. Now I remember those dragons. Gotta save, uh, you gotta save Brock's brother from a dragon. I forget his name. Yeah. All right, cool. Yes, now I remember those dragons. Sorry for having doubted you. I didn't really doubt you. I was just like I didn't know what the fuck you was talking about. So there's a difference. <laughs> and that was a frost giant. Oh my god! Well, I don't know if he's a frost well, giant or a. Uh, a white troll. I don't know. He's icy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm, I'm certain I'm certainly glad you uh, got some game time in because I know how, how busy your schedule has been as of late. So, and just and just in general, how busy life has been. So, all to the good, all to the good. But you know how we do. Now let's 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 ride out in format. Okay. Because we have a structure to these things. <laughs> Housekeeping. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share the show wherever possible. Please subscribe to our uh, our YouTube, Twitch, uh, Twitch channels, and of course over on uh, Twitter at uh, Skimpod S K I M P O D. If you want to support the show financially and have a few bucks to toss away, you can you can join our Patreon, where members at the five dollar and above tier get new content each month and early access. We also have merch available at tpublic.com slash user slash stage crunching milk, all one word. Our pride of of design is available right now here in the month of pride, and. Uh, I think it really turned out well. I was, I'm, I'm, I'm quite quite happy with how that worked out. Uh, I want to give it up to. Uh, I just want to make sure I get their name right because they are such a good company that I would I would highly recommend you work with. They are Supernova Sites. It is a woman in Canada. I, I found that out. Remember last week? I couldn't figure out. I didn't know what the what the 
how they how they identified and so forth. So I didn't want to make any assumptions, but supernova sites, and uh, they indeed did a, 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 a as, as I said last week a, a, a great variation of our uh, our, our uh, illustration and uh, made into a very kick-ass logo and uh, provided me all the necessary uh, versions of it to put it on Twitter, to put it on uh, the, the website, to put it on uh, Libsyn, where, our, where the, this podcast is hosted, to put it on Public so it can be printed on any number of things. Like that, that particular design can go, it can go everywhere on, on uh, Public. I mean, you can, get, you can get, even get yourself a, uh, a tapestry with our the pride version of our logo on it, and I think it's pretty dope, and I'm I'm very proud of how that uh, how that turned out. So, I uh, definitely uh, ride out with that, and would uh, like I said, ask you to uh, ask, ask you to go uh, give it a look, and uh, maybe consider uh, supporting it. Like I said, and uh, feel free to give us a call two one six three zero two eight seven six three. That's two one six three zero two eight pod. We'd certainly love to hear from you. And speaking of hearing from you, I have not just an email, but also a couple of voicemails from uh, our just uh, she's the best. She truly is the best and uh, recently got married. So I have to get used to that that, that new last name. Uh, uh, the, the homie April hit us up. So I'm going to start with the email. Then I'm going to play the voicemails and uh, we'll go from there. Hi, guys. I got married and I'm so behind on your podcast. Sorry, but I have so much to say about the past episodes that I have that I listened to. One, either the way of the stripper or the one with Chalfie on it was the best. Chalfie brings a wealth of information in chats about his experience and it's so diverse and interesting. I love it when he's on. In the episode, the way of the stripper, you guys were debating if bad guys were right in movies was comical. And I considered the argument justified. It was a home run episode because it never stopped being 100. Emma the asshole always has me thinking that I know what Tatum is going to say, <laughs> but No. He takes it another way that makes me rethink the entire argument of if the person is an asshole or not. He gets on my nerves. Oh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Box in his cassory. I'm so sorry for your loss. I have a story to go along with it when I get a minute. Discussion over Gabe's kids. Wow. The stories he has about them and Box's retorts are everything. Lastly, because this was supposed to be short, I love your podcast. When Tayra asks, what is everyone drinking? I pause and give an answer, give my answer as well. <laughs> Learning about Cleveland's history and culture and how you guys survived the pandemic and so much more of what makes your is is of what makes your podcast yours is why I listen. Thank you, April. New last name. I'm not gonna put your new last name out there because you know what I'm saying that's your government. We keep that for yourself. That's, that's for us. Let me move that to uh <laughs> To the old I didn't mean that, O'Neal. I meant the one with the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Uh, now let me hit this uh, voicemail up again. If the voicemail does not sound clear to you all here in the uh, in 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 this uh, you know call, uh, I will edit it into the uh, podcast properly so it'll sound better in the final product. But we hope it sounds good. So we got two voicemails from April. I'm going to play the first one and then I'll play the second one. And again, I have not heard this. So in fact, I'm at to pull my dang headphone out so I can hear it as I'm monitoring the uh, sounds here. So let's push play and then speaker. Hi guys, it's me, April. This is my first ever voicemail to any podcast. So kind of nervous, but, um, 
Thank you so much for congratulating me on my recent nuptials. Tim Key waiting for Box to make these little cute mixed kids. So, <laughs> just went ahead and found someone else. But, <laughs> LOL. <laughs> um, oh, and my son did get married before me. Yes, we was racing because I am very, very just, I, I have to win at everything. But he beat me only by a week or two. But I want to get in uh, what I want to say. In the episode, your sperm took a taxi. I couldn't wait uh, to see how y'all came up with that title. Very good. Love it. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, I have two rainbow kids, so I totally understand. Um, getting married, I... You know, checking up on episodes, who would have known, get married, people want to talk to you. <laughs> wow. How disrespectful. Again, LOL. <laughs> uh, but the way uh, Tayrell came up with the bill system in that episode also, uh, how it needs to be overhauled uh, with the woman that kept the money. Like I always say, you guys come up with a different perspective that I'd never think about. It is like so amazing. I'm just at awe with you for. I'm like, that is not where I thought you would go with that. And uh, it is like, okay. And I agree also. Uh, I've seen most of the movies that Gabe is suggesting, which is surprising because I don't watch movies. Uh, my husband is trying to get me to watch movies like Scarface. Um, oh. Uh, the other one with the guy with the Italian accent and the family godfather. <laughs> <laughs> um, I may sit in the room for a little bit, but I end up walking out. But <laughs> he'll try to make it interesting for me. Uh, I have to write things down because I'm nervous. Um, box with that Duragun. I'm thinking about asking for one for a wedding present. Um, I don't eat snacks that much, and I don't eat cookies that much. If it wasn't for my ex, then my kids probably wouldn't have any Oreos till they started school. Uh, but I love it when you guys drop. I tried it because then, even with my grown kids, I get them those snacks, and they are so impressed by me. And, of course, I'm the best grandma ever because, look, I... Let them try all this stuff. So again, you guys have like just put me on this status of, you know, supreme being, um, with my kids, my husband, my new kids and everything. Uh, also the movie Bad Trip. I watched it like Tayrell, secondhand, <laughs> uncomfortable. I don't really get into those movies like that. It has some funny parts, but for the most part, uh, uh, I want to say that's it. I'm kind of looking over my notes because, like I said, I have never left a voicemail before. Um, love your show. Love your opinions. Love the jokes. Um, can't wait for the next episode. And you guys take care from the new April beat. Talk to you guys later. <laughs> Thank you.
I like that she self censored her last name after I just censored her last name. They be, we be knowing, we, 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 they, uh, that, that, that is a listener who fucks with us and I fuck with them. It's so wonderful to put a voice with a face. I agree. Uh, you did great. Don't you ever worry about, uh, about, about calling other podcasts. You get out there and you let them know. Mm-hmm. And that's what you do. You write yourself. If you, if you think you're, you're, you're going to be nervous or your, your energy is going to be off, you do just what you did. You write some notes and you, and you, and you just, and you let your notes be your guy. You did great. It's so good to hear from you. Thank you for giving us a call. Thank you for all the support you've given us. Thank you for the email. Just thank you for just being you. You'll tell your mister he's a lucky man and that uh, he got, he should be listening to the show too. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I want to share. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey listeners, more better. There you go. She going to need to take you to therapy? <laughs> Force it upon you. Said, it's going to be a loving family. Make it happen. <laughs> yeah, she she's the best. Indeed, I, I, I appreciate having her as a listener. Yeah, she's she's one of the reasons why I keep showing up on Thursdays. <laughs> See, th- thank you for that alone, April. That's you know saying that's how that's what's up in the streets. But there you go. We have given you a show. I really thought we was gonna finish earlier than we were. We were really trucking along there, and then here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so it is what it is. Uh, that is. Tatum 216. Yeah, you, guy who had the headphones. Tatum oh, yeah, my headphones fell off. Say something funny. I saw. <laughs> <laughs> waka waka. That's Lunchbox 2099. Waka waka. <laughs> That's the real ODP. Who I called the real ODB last week for some reason. You know what I'm saying? He, he, he elevated. Americanized me. Remember when they were calling the, uh, Jose Mesa Joe Table? And I said, no, <laughs> that man is Mesa. Oh, my gosh. You call my Mesa. Put some respect on it. I am the Ernest Taylor 713. You have just been podcast to it. I know you loved it. Maybe. Peace. Well, at least April did. <laughs> that's, yeah. all, that's all that matters someday. Hey, what happened to you? You need to be beautiful.